Okay. Yeah. We started. Boom. Shakalaka. What? <laughs> Are we going to do our whole intro aspect or do we? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, everybody basically knows who they are. Like, even on the podcast, like. Who knows who we are? People that listen. The five people that listen to our podcast. Listen. Our huge fan base. Our huge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, today, it's not just ideas it's actually things that are going to get done now because i'm sick of just shouting out ideas for these meetings and nothing changes <laughs> yeah like that um i was talking to uh luke and orion or ronnie whatever you want to say and uh yesterday about certain things on the website there's this memory issue that dylan is slowly fixing he has seven thousand other things he's got to do so what we came up with what i think is maybe what if the website is to like you know be put under maintenance and there's no new comics that are uploaded for a while for a couple months and that's why i kind of want luke to be here because luke said yesterday he could be a webmaster because he knows how to do that stuff and that's why I wanted him back on because he could talk to Dylan about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, would, I would second the need for uh, some more helping hands when it yeah. comes to that. I think that it's way too much for a busy uh, entrepreneurial to handle, entrepreneur to have handle by himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of the things like when when chatting with uh, you know the group and uh, you know a certain individual like asking like, oh, I don't understand why like blank, and I'm like, dude, every other w- um, online web website for uh, comic books has at least six to several dozen web developers (laughs) so yeah this is entirely maintained by me on Mm -hmm. the weekend (laughs) so luke said that he knows how to do wordpress and all that stuff there there might be little things that dylan might have to show him but like we wanted someone that we would trust and obviously trust him luke's been around for a while yeah so it like actually he was one of the he was one of the first people that we actually talked on like video to to like, yeah, him, like heck, in a school like drawing when we talked yeah he was like yeah. somewhere like drawing so i was like oh cool and that was like an hour two hour conversation like the one that we just had it's this new guy that might be joining laser man he's cool uh laser <laughs> laser laser <laughs> uh so, yeah, if we were to put the website under maintenance, people could still read the comics that are on there, but, like, we can't upload any new ones for probably a couple months just because, like, Luke would be fixing the things that are wrong with the website. Like, uh, Dylan would probably fix the memory issue, but he would probably also help with that as well as uh, he said – the thing that could be slowing down like why the memory is so bad is like the duplicate media files because there's so many duplicate media files like archangels sent me four different revisions of like every comic <laughs> multiple times so th- they're yeah, still well, in that folder so I think, yeah i think i resolved that problem but there's been tons of other problems one of the things that happened was this was actually my fault but i was uh, trying to clean up um the back end and what ended up happening was I accidentally uploaded part of an old WordPress um, uh, software and, and after it already been updated. And so I had to go through and like replace all the files manually, <laughs> which, uh, oops, that took like six hours. So 
that, that you know that that was just like one small issue and hopefully that one's repaired now but um, basically there's a ton of different plugins that all have to be maintained that any one of them could eat up memory like the WooCommerce one eats up a crap ton of memory um, and so I've had to like go through and just tell it to be okay with using that much memory and by the I way um, <clears throat> I'm assuming there's an upgrade to the memory, like the amount of space that we you could have on the website. Oh, eventually we need a separate server because right now, so that's the other thing too, is like obviously we can't afford to just buy, uh, you know, infinite amount of servers for, server space for our site. And so right now, like I own server space for my website, my business website, artdevdesign.com. Uh, but uh, basically I have several websites that are all hosted on that same, same host. Right where eventually, because Cyrenova Comics in particular eats up so much memory, it will need its own host. Um, but until, and those are business hosts, so those are even more expensive than the one I currently have. And it would be an entirely, in, in addition to the one we currently have. It would be more money that we would have to pay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I assumed, yeah, there would be more money involved. It, um, because we're a bit crazy, we spend money and don't make any money. Yeah, yeah I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's kind of like at this point, it's like because of the issues that are coming up because of the space and the memory, and then that's going to prevent us from, from growing, right? Like, because well, we can't upload no, comics or whatever. So the, the issues we're having now aren't directly due to the hosting. Eventually, like, yes, if, I, if we paid for more, it would probably resolve it, but it's not actually the issue. But by paying for more, it would just be because there's so much more, if there's any issue, it would just override it. Sure. But uh, I, I, we need to fix it anyways. And once it's fixed, it should be good until we start getting too much traffic. But when we finally get that much traffic, we will be able to monetize it somehow. So right. it, we'll immediately be able to upgrade our servers. And because it, it'll be like, basically, we, we buy a new server, we pay GoDaddy 100 bucks, and they transfer the website over. So like, it won't be <clears throat> that big of a deal once that time comes. But until then, I have to just figure out what's what yeah, I, I guess know. I guess to me it's feeling like the whole chicken and the egg you know dispute. It's like what comes first? Do we upgrade first? Do we fix the problems if, and then if we have know, like how do we do that? Six hundred dollars a month to spend on Facebook ads, I would probably upgrade it right now. But because I can't I can't guarantee a massive flow of yeah. traffic right now, the cost is I, I can't justify it. Like if Greg wants to pay for it or anybody else wants to fund it. No, know, yeah, it's that's not really like what what I mean is like more or less um like the timeline of how we how we don't get to the point where people are going to the website having problems and then it becomes a bigger issue. And then it's like, well, I can't read this or I can't upload this. And then, and then it's like a massive problem as opposed to right now where it's just kind of an inconvenience. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, if, if it gets to that point, but again, like I was saying, by the time it gets to that point, I'll, we'll, we'll be able to upgrade the. There's okay. Yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about the Flipbook plugin, but I'm not, I, I want like Luke to come back. If he does, if he doesn't, then I'll say it at the end because that brings up a whole other well, yeah, thing that I, we talked about yesterday. This whole thing was like a tangent anyway, right? So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, fucking fly. Um, um, <laughs> uh, we talked a little bit yesterday about crowdfunding marketing, uh, like marketing people's crowdfunding campaigns. I, I know, like, basically nobody on this chat right now has done one of those yet. But so, you you what? could uh, like Kickstarter or Indiegogo. Oh, there has successfully now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, I feel like somebody's done it. Yeah, so we're just gonna omit that from history, eh? Uh, uh, we came up with, well, I 
me, Dylan, and actually Orion, like we, we were talking about like a way, maybe if there's like a pool of some sort, uh, he called it like a family fund or something. And yeah, we would actually, um, not, I'm sorry, not to interrupt. I, I actually wrote it down from like the times when you guys were talking about it on the last uh, one, like uh, a few things. And that was like the first thing on my list. I was like, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. So what was the, what's kind of a problem with the family fund thing, like the pool is mm-hmm. if you, if people put money into the Kickstarter, a Kickstarter or whatever, and it's only Kickstarters or Indiegogos that are creators on our platform. So Covenant Comics has one going on literally right now with Ether. So yep. they already passed their goal, but you know, they still got like days. <laughs> um, we, so we would like pay towards that or something and that pool could do that. But the problem is like who gets what out of the perk or the reward yeah, one of the scenarios that I had that I was discussing with Greg, one of the nightmare scenarios is we have two or three Kickstarters in one month and then we have money for the pool, but then who does it go to and what's the criteria for who we choose and who makes that criteria? So those are three sort of trap spots, I think, for us. Um, but I think the concept is there. We're just kind of <clears throat> hoping to get some ideas in. But Yeah, I yeah. think that, that's one of those things that's kind of like a, like – non-for-profit kind of idea like we're not going to get any of that money back it just has to be like you know who's getting the reward i think that like if say if if i'm doing like a review like i have an open slot for a review i'm sure multiple one ones of us have like different things that we're doing maybe that's how we can resolve that like okay this month he has a review that's open let's send him that reward so he can actually review that book in person Mm -hmm. um that's just an idea but yeah, I think it's, it definitely is going to be one of those kind of out of pocket things for everybody. If, if we do the pool, like I wouldn't really expect to get anything back or no. Well, well so, 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 so the ahead. idea, so, so, so the idea, cause I was kind of not understanding it until like hour past. <laughs> um, okay. It's like the money recycles. So like the people, so like there would have to be a way like it can recycle in a way like so you put the money in and that way like we already tell you like oh you're already getting like this much funding towards your crowdfunding campaign but then the creator of that kickstarter has to somehow agree to put that money back into that pool okay in a way. yeah so, so it's just a scenario that we had was let's suppose their goal is two thousand and then we had 150 dollars total from all the creators in this pool we, tr- we contribute that to their Kickstarter. And then when they reach their goal, which is the purpose of the funding, it's not just to give it to them just to say, hey, we did it. It's the purpose of it is, is to build a benefit. We want to we want to tell the public that this is why you should join us is because these are the benefits that if you're yeah. short on your goal, you're going to get funds allocated to your Kickstarter, which is a benefit for joining us. Sure. Now, while you're getting that benefit, you don't really need to keep the money because you have your goal, you have the money you need to do your printing, pay your letter, your color, whatever, marketing. You can contribute that money back. You have no reason to really hang on to it. So that way you're giving the favor back to other people that help you get to where you want to go. So if you guys fund my Kickstarter, I get my goal. I turn around and give the money back. So that way Greg can get his goal. Greg gets his goal. He gives it over to Peter. And so- So essentially it's like a loan? Yeah, technically it's like- It's it's a family fund. It's money that everybody everybody gets their hands on. Squirrel fund. (laughs) <laughs> squirrel fun. The, the names for this keep getting weirder and weirder <laughs> you know what might be a cool idea too to add on to that idea is maybe like every time that somebody takes that family fund they have to add in like five dollars more than they got 
You know what I mean? So every single idea. time it recycles, it's actually getting bigger. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. So that might be a cool idea. Yeah. Um, but I definitely get that. I think th here's another trap area that I'm just finding and and hearing it for the first time is like I guess it depends how far into their goal. Like if they've already passed their goal, then that 150 is like nothing, right? Yeah. But if they're like barely made their goal, then they probably do need that 150. Well, yeah, that's that's the goal would they not need the fund? Isn't the fund? I, 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 it would only be for people who are short of their goal. Yeah. yeah. It would not apply to someone who's like twenty dollars away from their goal. They don't really need that. Yeah. Right. But what about for somebody who's on the platform who? is not gonna be doing a Kickstarter anytime soon, or it's gonna be a very long time until they do a Kickstarter. So let's say you're having them pitch in money, it's gonna be like, well, I can be here three years before I actually ever see it back. <laughs> it's the conversation that me and Greg were talked about yesterday, right? The whole Obamacare is why do you need insurance? If, if you're 25 years old, you don't really see the benefit of it. But yeah. eventually somebody's gonna need that benefit from it. They may say, I don't need it till next year, but I guarantee you when the Kickstarter comes, you're gonna well, get you're gonna get promotion from all the creators. That, yeah. We're all gonna be sharing, and we're all gonna be backing you, and we're gonna be supporting you with well, money. The so. other thing I was gonna say too is that instead of making it so that like like Obamacare, where it's only healthcare, we could also just make it where it depends on what you're doing with like whatever you're doing. Like like you maybe you're not running a Kickstarter ever, but you right. need print comics, but you That's don't have correct. funds right now. But like yeah. next week when you get your paycheck, or next month after you've gotten enough paycheck you'll be able to pay back the fund yeah. and it would just be like a business loan. That's yeah. a very good, that's a very good point. So yeah, that's true because, it, but that's why I wanted to use the word called family fund because yeah. it shouldn't be just for Kickstarters. It's basically the money is for whatever your needs yeah, are. Yeah, wide range of He has a good point. Uses. So if, if Hector's already got his book funded, but he's getting new orders for printing, but he doesn't have the money right now, he'll have it in two months. Instead of having to pull money, that, you know, all that time, he might be eligible for that so then he could say well i need a hundred dollars for printing certain amount of comics then he can get that and then he just puts that money back in yeah, i guess it also has to do with like the fiscal responsibility yeah. of everybody involved right like we, like giving it back is like assured you know so yeah that's what me and greg talked about too is that there might have to be some sort of an agreement people have to sign it could be like added into the agreement form that's and correct. it would be like a whole new section which it could, it, it could get dicey though, Dylan. I mean, this is what I'm pretty sure you were talking about in that in the thread on Instagram is requiring lawyers, but we might need people to actually sign something. Well, I guess then like at the start, let's just say like just to start this program, if because I think it is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm picking holes to play devil's advocate, right? Like of course. But but that's what we did yesterday. <laughs> right. It's definitely a good idea. I think that maybe it's just like whoever is willing to buy in at, in the platform does that. You know what I mean? So then it's not like a platform wide thing, like you're you're not recruiting new people it's, it's, it's not a mandatory thing, but right. they but they can't benefit if they don't exactly. if they don't do it. Right, right, right. They're they're so, welcome to join the site. They just don't get the benefit of it. And so we could tell them on the site there could be a tab for that to explain. Hey, do you do you need money for printing? Do you need to pay off an artist who didn't pay them the whole amount, but you still owe them on the bucks? You know, yeah, these are that, options available to you. That becomes a little bit dicey, if you ask me. It's like of course, up. it's dangerous. Yeah. We could, well, hire, uh, so, we, we could hire Iron Fist like a loan shark. <laughs> so, so, so actually, um, you guys weren't privy to this conversation. Me and Greg probably talked about an hour yesterday, just me and him, and we talked about maybe sort of having some sort of um, like, like a loyalty kind of a thing where they have to be a member on the platform for a period of time. Well, this this is not just for, because somebody could just join the platform in July and then take some cash and be gone in September. Yeah. So we're going to have to have things in place. I was going to say another, another thing I was thinking about when you were saying like what happens if three people are running um, campaigns at the same time, we can also have it where like, cause one of the things Greg and I have talked about where um, basically 
the, the few people that feel like they get nothing from the platform are the ones that also contribute nothing to the platform. Yeah. They don't market, yeah. they don't share anything. That's correct. You can also just make it where it's merit-based, where like if you're the one, if, if you're sharing more content from the platform, which is pretty easy to track, like if, you know, we can just see where you're sharing stuff. We could also just have it that way, like whoever's been a larger supporter of the platform as a whole gets priority. So who's, who's, who's a gamer in here? I think, Peter, you're a gamer. I'm pretty sure yeah. you're, you guys are familiar with like monetary currencies and games and things like that. So what you're talking about is kind of like what they do on DeviantArt where you get a certain merit-based system where you get currency for the amount of things that you do. Yeah. So yeah, like if you get posts, you get a certain number of credits and maybe next to their, their logo on the platform, you can see what level yeah. tier they are. Maybe so like if you're contributing... That'd be like game of that would be like gamifying their like promotion status. <laughs> well, but awesome. in a way, it's a it's a good way of people of people who join the site they can see this is what I need to get to get these sort of benefits. This is what yeah. you can get. Yeah. So like achievements essentially. That's yeah. Correct. Yeah. Because everybody think, likes um, to earn something. I think while this is a really good idea train that we're on, um, I think there's definitely some more priority based stuff that we probably need to get done yeah first. yeah yeah um, of course it, it's so, just something that we we wanted yeah. to throw out there for people to think about and we, we no, like definitely said, don't it, think it's not going to be resolved this weekend it's just an idea no, because yeah. we do have to think about ways of not just getting creators because we can add people all we want but getting them to stay because the benefit what makes the platform work is that when you have more hands on deck and how do you get people to commit is if they know they can get something back let's be honest nobody's yeah. going to do anything not everybody's altruistic like Greg and Dylan are. Not everybody wants to do things out of the goodness of their heart. So people are going to want to say, what am I going to get back out of it? So we're trying sure. to find little little traps and baits to pull people in. Yeah, using the self-interest. That's yeah. correct. To actually interest of the company. Yeah. But yeah, I, but, I, I, I but, completely understand. But I love it's all these ideas idea. you guys are giving because yeah. that's the reason why we wanted to bring it up today is because we knew that there were things from a 3D point of view we were going to miss some holes. That's why we want everybody's input because yeah. it's going to be things we didn't think of. And I, I think it, we, we can we can build on the concept. It's not going to be created today. Yeah. Next topic. Yeah. Next. Next. Topic. Sorry. Yeah. No, that was that was kind of my way of like let's roll on to like. No, yeah. you're good. No, you're right. You're right. I think we reached everything, but I, we can continue it. It's yeah. a great idea. I think yeah, it deserves it. Des it merits more discussion and more figuring out. That's for sure. Yeah. Because ultimately, that's what everybody wants. People want to know what they're going to get from the platform. Hundred so. Because like. Even though it's biased, like our video game <laughs> needs a couple thousand dollars, so, <laughs> so like that needs to hit its fund. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's. I actually just I, like I said to Hector, like, but he does. He doesn't like. I don't think I said why I saved so much money. So we saved so much money on our video game yesterday because I was t I was talking to Scott, our developer, and I was like hey, can you like, because like he needed to build the skyline view for this this one panel in our comic. That's like the only thing we need it for. And I was like, but you need to put the buildings and stuff and like it, this needs to be done soon because like I want to start our comic because our Kickstarter is July 6th. And instead of having these blocks of houses where in, in the city that I used to live in, like that's it's just blocks of just like suburban area, like uh, houses, like flats or whatever um we took all of that out he put a terrain uh it, we took out four huge terrain plots and now they're all trees in one street so so i just saved a shit ton of money just right. because we put trees in instead of like a shit ton of houses so yeah. he's like look at all the money we just saved but we there's still like thousands what you switch over to geico yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but there's yeah but 
even with like all those houses are gone and it's just like a slight little forest um there's still like thousands of dollars of stuff like we, we still need for the kickstarter but yeah just to like round out everything we were just talking about like i think it's it's kind of a funny situation right because like you were saying everybody wants to know what they're going to get out of the platform but like say the creators like us who are kind of on the ground floor right we're actually building up the platform for anybody that's new so it's technically like say somebody comes in down the road like a year down the road they're going to get all these benefits that we built you know what i mean yeah. so essentially I mean, I, I like the loyalty and the reward system aspect of that because of that. Like, yes. like now we're building points towards like something we actually contributed to as opposed That's to just correct. coming in on the system and then benefiting from it. That's correct. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think it's like, it's kind of like, we're all kind of altru altruistic in a way. Like, yeah, there's self-interest there because we're, we're, we want to be successful. But um, in terms of how we're going about it, it's completely outside the realm of pure self-interest. So mm -hmm. um, even having these conversations is outside the realm of, of pure self-interest. So sure. um, yeah, I think we're all here for the same purpose. And it's, 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 it's actually good for everybody else that's coming in on the platform, like I said, like a year down the road. So yeah. And keep in mind, we are also not realizing it, also creating a blueprint for how it could be done in the future. Yeah, without e without even realizing it, we're making yeah. a blueprint for people in the future. So, um, well, that, that was one of the things Greg and I talked about too when we were first building this out. <clears throat> this web this website that I'm building is completely custom made, like all the like the theme itself, and the idea is to perfect it to the point where eventually we can like sell this to creators, okay, and they it. can have their own version of their own. Oh, uh, I see. Because that's the way. Because. Greg and I accidentally became like a curator of creators as opposed to a curator of indie comic fans, which is why we're trying to pivot and start going after fans. But since we've already grown a community of creators, we're like, how can we help support them more? Yeah. So I'm like, well, I built this whole thing that doesn't exist anywhere else. It's not like you can go buy a comic book website. You know, it's, it's yeah. like three of them online. So it's like, That's true. yeah. You're right. It's kind of the same way in app space too. Like we, like if, if we were, had the capability to make apps, you could definitely make like a white label, like. Oh yeah. No, I, have, I have friends stuff. that can make apps. I'm literally, it's just funding. Like whenever we end up yeah. getting enough money. So, okay. Okay. So that, that's funny. Cause um, yesterday Luke was talking about making an app and he knows how to make apps. He's made apps and he said he's going to start working on an app for, app for us without paying him like in the beginning in the beginning phase he just wants to make it to like show like an example of what it could look like mm -hmm. and show like dylan and us like yeah what it would actually look like and I'm I like, oh, that's, that's super cool but the like I, I looked at it like so many times i put i said it in the chat uh it's like yeah you got to have developers up the ass for the for like maintenance you know yeah i said it's a lot of work and he's like yeah i already do a bunch of other stuff like he showed yeah. us like what he does and i was like okay if like if you want to work on that on like well, as a side thing yeah the biggest issue with an app isn't necessarily like the creation of like the website because like technically the way i built the website this could actually just be converted into what's known as like a web application but uploaded right to ios or yeah. google play or google whatever it's called. i think it's google play um, but basically like you could do that, but it would run stu stupid slow and it would be pointless. You would just use the website instead, but to make it like effective where you're like meeting all the iOS standard and Google play standards with separate apps, maintaining the database between the two of them, yep. making it so creators have access to upload their own comics or uh, mm -hmm. comics. 
like that's where it gets hyper complex yeah and the user interface features too like that in itself is like man that's 40 hour a week day job trying to like maintain all that stuff yeah but yeah so he was talking about that yesterday and i was like okay that's why i wish he was here but uh that'd be great that'd be great if you could like you know at least just create a a, like a small blueprint like an initial you know app beta it's like a beta app he's just doing like a beta just for testing like like making a prototype yeah you know you see that a lot now like especially like with apps like webtoons like there's so much on that kind of thing well that's what that's what we're talking about now is that this is basically going to be a template for future platforms (laughs) sure we're the the guinea pigs (laughs) so i saw um ian's trailer because it's i'm looking at like the topics and oh i was gonna try sharing the screen to show you guys yes (laughs) it was dope just like the uh he thought of everything you know what i mean like he thought of like the cinematography and like all that kind of stuff and yeah man he did a really good job Ooh, get some popcorn it's like a movie it's like a movie trailer so yeah name hunter comics series trailer one oh i can't hear I think we need volume too tom you need to send me oh my god it's so fast yeah <laughs> it doesn't work as well without the volume Wait, where's the volume do you not hear the volume? No, because you have your headphones in. Jesus Christ. No, no, that's probably not why. You have to actually like say the output output um computer. Oh yeah, the desktop audio, right? Yeah, there's something weird with Zoom because the other day I was on a Zoom call and they didn't know how to do it. What? Yeah, uh we we tried to do that like a team meeting and I t- I recorded like a two hour episode and none of my audio came through, which was hilarious. Cause you just see me like and they're like, yeah, yeah, totally, man. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't like that. But couldn't hear anything I was saying. So it was just a complete waste of time. Oh, so <laughs> do I just share the link here? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, um, that sucks. I have a mic that could probably pick it up. I don't know. It looked like it was playing really fast, though. Oh, that's it. It's just, yeah, it's just the way he did it. Yeah, yeah, it's the way he did it. It's... <sighs> Uh, what's the title for the YouTube video? I just type type in a uh, triple threat comics, and then you go to their channel, which has two videos. And just send that's... it in the chat, <laughs> Triple threat trailer. Nope, that's not it. Oh my god, porn! No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Orgy. Triple threat. Exactly. Two, triple threat and two girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's in, it's in the chat. So like, if you guys want to watch that, go ahead. All right, well. Did you guys hear that? There you go. Is that the Marvel song or intro there? It sounds, it sounds similar, yeah. I'm almost positive that was. <laughs> um, I, I have this, you know, like uh, Envato, whatever, Elements, we bought in. And there's actually like a ton of really useful stuff there. So maybe yeah, that's Envato what you did. Yeah, Envato Elements is pretty cool. I've gotten some plugins from them. It does look good, though. It looks good. Yeah. It, it, like the ending, it just looks like a movie trailer. So it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, he thought he thought really hard about the cinematography that he used there, like how to where to transition, what you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, I, it would have been cool if, like, I think he would have had because um, it was like one scene kind of repeating because it was like an action scene, right? So it was like lasers firing, and I was like, okay, I've seen that scene, seen that one again, and then it's, but yeah, obviously he's only got yeah, a few issues of a comic, yeah. right? So you you have a limited amount of things to use. Um, but yeah, I think he did a really good job. Like this is like. If this was a template for everybody's uh, trailers, I think that would go over really well. 
Yeah. So yeah, if like you want to do it like movie trailer style, you can totally do it like that. Or uh, but like just make it like a minute, thirty seconds, thirty seconds a minute. Um, oh, I I love that end piece with the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so um, that's how my comment's gonna look. It's gonna have my name all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Producer, director. I couldn't hear anything you guys were saying because this thing was jamming out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, the right. Facebook ads contest thing, like, obviously, like, uh, some people don't have a comic yet, like, on there, so they can't We're really... looking at you, Orion. <laughs> <laughs> so they can't Ooh, really participate this time, but, um, yeah, that contest is still going to be a thing. It's just, like, people should start making the trailers and stuff, unless if you want that to be, like, a separate little project. Maybe, what we talking about that? The... Ian's trailer, like that's basically a trailer that people, other people could use as like a template for their own comics. And what uh, are you use to make it anyways? Like, I have no idea. Oh, just, didn't like, it say that? Like it says something, something at the at the little end credit sentence, like iMovie or something like that. Oh, like, really? Holy yeah, shit. it said it. It says it at the end. Go look it up. iMovie is pretty powerful. I don't know if it's iMovie. I I just that was just the top of my head. But if you look uh, back at the end credit scene, it says I'll, I'll have I'll have Ian, with or whatever. Ian direct my trailer. <laughs> right. I just like the pews and the pows. <laughs> yeah, good sound effects for sure. And the I punches. Movies. I did see people everywhere. I think that's what you're seeing. What? Sorry. Because if I'm just looking at the end of the trailer, it just sat, it says Ian uh, Miller everywhere. So maybe that's where you. It says call. okay, so it says iMovie <laughs> and Triple Threat Comics present Triple Cut oh, Production okay. Association with iMovie. Oh. See, so yeah, they slip in their their own little advertising there. Um. Yeah, so you can do so like that's an example that you can do for your own comic uh, series, but we can do a platform one too so like everybody could like do a 10 second 30 30 second not even 30 second um, like i made some short little trailers but i just use that using like apps on my phone yeah funny uh, enough like uh, i was talking with one with my artist and we were going back and forth and saying like you know sometimes these things are actually easier to do with apps because when you have the the programs for your computer they're very much for more professionals they will yes. make simple versions more comprehensive yeah yeah so when they make the free to use app, they have to make it super user friendly, super easy to figure out. Like the things I did in my app, I and I had such a hard time doing it. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like the same like as Canva and Canva. I'm sorry, and what is it? Overt or over? Over. Yeah, so the same principle there. But yeah, this is super helpful that they've actually done that kind of stuff for creators, especially. Yeah. So um, yeah, if you want to make like a little short trailer and then once we we could finally start doing the facebook ads with those and well dylan can start doing that <laughs> you've seen my, my my little trailers i made just like little 30 seconds. yeah yeah mine uh, are always going to start with in a world <laughs> <laughs> no don't do that i'm going down ryan it's going down only one man exactly one man <laughs> against the world one man only one man one dog one 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 pillow <laughs> where will he sleep night night <laughs> coming, coming this christmas exactly <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Presented by iMovie and Triple Threat Chromic. <laughs> you just keep saying it over. Right. Ian Miller, producer, Ian Miller. <laughs> Executive producer, Ian Miller. Director, editor. <laughs> Key grip. Exactly. <laughs> Making those trailers, you have to take a few things into account. One, what kind of programs are you going to use? And use as well, because you have to be careful you're not using something that's copyrighted. Yeah. 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 Especially on Facebook, like I was fortunate. The two audio tracks I used for my things, one was somebody on YouTube said, "You guys can share this as much as you want, as long as you credit me," and the other one was some ad-free, uh, was was license-free music that YouTube provides if you want to replace uh, a soundtrack in a video. Like they have a huge list of license-free music you can use. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But you can't just use like I, I'm not gonna about to put in the song "Down with the Sickness" in a video. It's gonna get demonetized. Right. Taken off Facebook immediately. So yeah. I can't you I can't use sabotage from Beastie Boys in my trailer. Even some uh, independent music that when I share on like Music Mondays or whatever, like sometimes I get like the warning on Instagram, like oh we have to take your video down because it's like uh, copyright. I was like, shut the fuck up. So, well, but how would they know if you got rights? How how do they even know if somebody they're got They're supposed to, to verify, and you're supposed to share, share a license. If, like if Instagram automatically does it, that means that whoever has the song has it registered with someone. Yeah. Uh, with the, with, with uh, what do they call the PRO or something like that. So I screenshot. So I screen capture uh, whatever band or musician I find on Spotify that's indie. And then I like, just like, here, here's a minute clip. And then they're like, oh, no, you got to take that down. And I'm like, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Good question. Um, since we're talking about the, uh, the licensed music, and since I kind of was checking out the um, like Pond Five and whatever the else is out there, um, what if there we had a, uh, a separate creators fund um, to add and pick a um, a certain number of um, tracks, and because you can cut them up however you want and okay so greg i'm gonna do th- i'm gonna use this one use this part of this one it'll just be let's say 10 tracks that we keep using on um on the um the trailers for now but that way we have access to them and whoever adds money into it will have access to them um for the trailers i, I have a i have a slightly uh cheaper way to do that my brother's a music producer yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna mention that yeah. only because i, I mean that would be the obvious one, but I don't know who has time to to actually go through that process. But if you have that, if you have that. <laughs> so, 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 so Dylan, your, your brother doesn't mind scoring all our trailers? Uh, I've done enough free work for him that uh, he's going to do what I tell him to do. <laughs> I see that going so well, Dylan. You're gonna, you're gonna Especially when now. you put it that way. Uh, oh, he we, knows. we got beats for that. He buys periodically because he feels so guilty of all the work I do for him. So if I'm like, yo, here's a way you can repay me, I'll thank God. That would be that would be dope. And I think that'd be like a nice little cross promotion kind of thing too. So that would be a good relationship. We can even say like at the end sounds by Upstate Sound or yeah. yeah. Actually the Upstate Sound LLC. Yeah. yeah. Congrats. It's okay, it's okay. Um, Uh, oh, um, everybody says um. Um. <laughs> um. Oh, by the way, oh. Greg just uninstalled and reinstalled all of WooCommerce because I think that might have been one of the problems. I tried to update it and like the site almost crashed. So, <laughs> in fact, I think it's because WooCommerce now is so big 
that I that my server times out before it can upload it. So I have to manually do it through FTP. So that might have been one of the problems. Yeah. Yeah. So solving one problem at a time. I got I got uh, Luke's comic. I was able to upload Luke's comic, but it's all like blurry because the resolution had to get like you know I had to take a hit because the website was like you can't upload this. It's like over twenty five hundred pixels. And I was like, what? It'd be nice if you upload this. That's your job. Uh, Is Luke coming back? I think so. Unless if his girlfriend's beating him. I don't know. <laughs> He's going to come back just bloodied. <laughs> so something not so cool happened right now? <laughs> it just reminds me of like 21 Jump Street. <laughs> wow. no, it was, um, um, I just uh, in the end. Beating the crap out of himself. <laughs> I just watched that again. <clears throat> this pen is oh. royal blue. What's uh, next? What's next so on the agenda? On. Yeah. The, the yeah, next. Uh, <laughs> the next topic is um payouts for creators. So yes, you guys do get paid. Can you all say that right now? <laughs> yes. uh, so you get paid. Yeah, can you say it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, so uh, you get more than two unique views because obviously one is me, one might be you or me again. You can cheat um, the system real easy that way. Yeah. So um, more than that, and I came up with an idea, idea, but hopefully just not an idea and a plan that you can transfer your monthly view payout into something else if, unless because obviously it's like small amounts of payment right now. Um, you could either save it, you could save it up and there could be like a receipt tied to that other than the PayPal receipt. So even though I put in the PayPal note, how many views you get and then you, you know, you get paid, whatever you get paid, depending on that. Uh, I could make like a template receipt from like Canva and then, you could just track there could be like a way to track your money like both yes yeah 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 um like both of us would have the same amount obviously so like nobody's getting cheated or anything and uh well would that be like uh like held in a separate account or like how does that work like in terms of the like where where would this payout be saved is what I mean. Yeah, that, that's the only that's the thing that I didn't. I think can't of. I can't really hear you, Dylan. Sorry. I would I would say, I would say probably either stored in PayPal or if we had like you know some business with, uh, account with a big interest, which we don't. But if we did, we could probably put it in that and then build interest. But in the meantime, probably just keep it in PayPal. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then what you're saying is like every month you like you have a payout to that. Like say if I was saving money through through the the program that you're talking about so yeah. then every month when i get my payout you just send me a screenshot yeah so obviously like i could yeah i could screenshot whatever it is and then uh be like yeah, oh yeah that's what i'm trying to figure out too like what it would be like would it be an excel sheet where we keep track of it and yeah, yeah that's because kind of we already so we already use the spreadsheet that dylan created with you know all the equations and everything that's built into that and um then the views are calculated into there and um and it's like, this is how much you get. And I was like, oh, okay. So like send a screenshot or something of that. And you could either save it. You can take the money right now. It's like deal or no deal. <laughs> you can take the money right now. Is that the game show? Um, you take the 
whatever, 74 cents. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> uh, or you can save it and then that can go towards something. Sure. So you could, you could uh, use the money for physical comic run of your own comic. You could save it towards that family fund thing. You yeah. could save it just to save it. So like it's more money than a dollar. So you can afford a cheeseburger. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a good idea. I think it's like the only problem there is like, how do you keep track of individuals like yeah. in a, a pool of money? That's what I'm saying. Like, like something like an Excel sheet would be. Something. Yeah. I just mean like the actual payout. So like if I, so say it's PayPal, right? Like, and you're using PayPal for Cianova comics, then you have your whole, like, cause I use PayPal like all the time. Right. So you have just your, your account. They don't separate it into different like spaces where it's like, Oh, this is in oh, this account. So we have, we have a business bank account that's totally separate from PayPal. That's where we okay. keep our funds. It, the sure. PayPal account is only the money that's coming through um, the website. So like we don't get paid through PayPal. We get, mm-hmm. right, or, or, sorry, we don't put money in our bank account through PayPal. We keep everything in PayPal and pay it out through PayPal. So technically, the, I believe the only money that really moves through PayPal is money that comes in from the website and out to the creators. And, and to right. the artists that I have to pay for my But that, but that money. pulls from the bank account. Though, yeah, and, yeah, and that comes from literally there. So, I guess so my question is like, again, because like being very um, familiar with PayPal, like I know that they don't, they don't track like again. So I couldn't, they, they don't make like little pocket accounts where yeah. I can say, this is Gavin's money. That yeah, they don't make like budgets. Yeah. They don't make yeah. little budgets. So it, it would just be all in one pool. And obviously you keep track of it through like a spreadsheet, but more or less it's like that becomes just another layer of things because like, if it's not through PayPal, then it's just another layer of tracking and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, I guess, but it, if you're not using your PayPal for really anything, besides keeping that money then then that works um if there was any more transactions that are happening through the paypal i think that it might just be dicey for people who don't really understand the system primarily or like they want to buy in but they don't exactly know how it's tracked mm-hmm. um so that kind of stuff so yeah um, it could be that we move it to a bank account and then it's stored there and that like a bank account that has the ability to do that right. like i think our step two accounts can do that yeah, a quick a quick idea I had was like like a prepaid debit card or something like that, just so it's a separate account in general, and then that's where it goes, and then you can always just check the balance on it or whatever, and be like, okay, here's my spreadsheet that says how much of this money is for this, but it's here. It's not like in our PayPal where there might be transactions coming in or out. It's only one way, and then again, when you want your payout, I just take that out of that debit card or whatever the case may be. Could even be a new PayPal account. I mean, as simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Just thinking out loud. Uh, another thing is while the website goes into like a huge maintenance mode for a few months. Uh, so is that before you finish? Is that like what we're leaning towards? Is that what's going to be? more? I, I'm like, I asked Dylan if like that would be like a good idea. And he said that it technically would be kind of a good idea that way like we could do a few things in the background but people can still read the comics on there well he's a dylan he's here he's so a dylan. basically what, what i want to do is if i can fix it today like i've been fixing it this whole time by the way i'm, like, I'm doing a bunch of uh, updates and stuff if i can fix it like before the end of this weekend then we won't need to but it's more like we don't want to send someone to the website and have them be annoyed with the website we'd rather be like oh let's capture their email and then we'll let them 
I want to slice that up. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, like I said, I'm, I'm just going through and um, making sure everything's updated. And if everything, if I can get everything working by the end of the day, then we won't have to do any of that. Um, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Because, uh, well, so I was thinking of like um, adding uh, like the analytic system thing to your author pages in a way. So that would, that's like a thing that I would really like on there. So you guys can all track like how many views you actually get. That's, yeah. that's the one thing that I think, yeah, the simpler, the better. Cause I think that's kind of like, like if, if that would have been a feature from the beginning, let's just yeah. say, I that think that would have cleared up so many problems with these people talking yeah. crap about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. The, the one thing that sucks is the simpler it is for our creators, the more complex it gets. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the only issue is like, I keep trying, like that's how, like even the author page, like I, I had to make a, um, you know, custom author page. I had to do all that stuff. I had to link individual things. And then even, even just to get authors to be able to see their own comic when they're logged in, like even that I had to create like code to do that. So like yeah. everything that makes it easier for everyone else just makes it more complex for me. And then when there's updates to plugins or WordPress, I have to make sure that nothing I did violates whatever the updates are. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of the same. Like it's kind of the same discussion as an app, right? Like you have two two sides of the coin: the user experience, and then whoever's participant, like the participants' experience. So it's like two different, completely different viewpoints, simplified simplified for each you know specific viewer or user. So yeah, it's it's a tough thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely the analytics thing. Like honestly, part of that is just me figuring out. You know, anything worth doing, it work. <laughs> what? What? Anything worth, again. Do, anything worth oh, yeah, doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was going to say, uh, like, the other thing, too, that'll make the analytics thing simpler is I, I also, like, first off, if anybody's like a Google Analytics expert, let me know. But basically, I know that you can make custom dashboards in Google Analytics. I just don't know how to make them as specific as I need to for creators. But once I can do that, I literally just need to, like, iframe that into creators, uh, authors page and make it hidden unless you're the author that's logged in. It would be that simple. And so like, okay. it, it, I understand it, uh, um, you know, conceptually, I just need to get like a few other details. I have to learn Google Analytics to a degree that I haven't learned it yet, figure out how to integrate it into um, the website. And then after that, like I've already learned a lot of the other stuff. So, so as we're talking in a group about, you know, group things, right? Like, so this is something that would benefit all of us. Is there a way that one of us could help you do that? Like, so if, that way you can- can figure out how to make Google Analytics that are customized for a single tracking page. Yeah. So that like, because literally all it would be is we'd have to make a unique one for each um, author or uh, creator. So we'd have to figure out how to do that. Once we know how to do that, like just, if I had one video that explained how to do all that, right. even Greg might be able to do it. You would just need to figure out how to create that. And then I would just need to take that and embed it into the website on each of the creator page. After that, it's, stuff i have to do but that's the first step that until that's all so com so comparatively do you think that like how long do you think it would take you to do that specifically like if you were doing it on your own with your normal work schedule how long do you think it would take you and still be able to fix the search page and fix all the other stuff exactly that you priority <laughs> that, that's the issue is it's not like how long it'll take me to do that one thing it's all the other stuff i'm still back right on. like well that's what i mean too our search is still broken yeah. and i haven't been able to fix it because i haven't been able to update our freaking yeah. um uh what's it called our wordpress because of that issue i mentioned before so i just yeah. updated woocommerce which like i said i had to figure out that it wouldn't upload 
directly through the site. I had to manually do it. So now I tried to just do the WordPress thing. It didn't work. So now I'm going to go up to manually do it. So it's all the other stuff that's ahead of it. So that's mm -hmm. the reason I don't know how much time, just because I don't okay. know how much time the other stuff will take. That's kind of why I wanted like Luke to be a webmaster. <laughs> that was also that was also the point of my question too. Is like because I know you have a lot of stuff, right? So like just putting it out there, like all, all, if we can help, let's do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So if I can help you find just a video that explains it within a week's time, then at least you have that information. You didn't have to seek out yourself. That's like you know hours of work potentially you didn't have to do, and then you yeah. have a really straightforward way to do it. You know so. Um, that's kind of what I mean. Like if we can do some legwork for you, like, like I said, if, if there's anything that I can help with in terms of building the platform, like I'm all in, like, just let me know, you okay. know, and, and that's between a billion things that I have to do as well. So, um, I totally understand the, the hardship of trying to get everything done all at once. Yeah. Next thing is we're going to make like a mission statement, but we want like, we have to like basically explain what the whole platform is in a way that it's not confusing to people and like what we are doing ourselves so but that will be under like the about us section on our website so um i have a question concerning that to the group actually not just to like you know to, just to everybody so does having a platform that's about like all types of indie creators does that seem like it's a hindrance to you guys personally i i don't feel that way i think it's <laughs> awesome that we have a lot of variations of different like you know, filmmakers, That's musicians, correct. and comics. I'm fine with that, but it seems like it does throw some people. So yeah. is that how you ex feel? Like, is that your experience? Well, um, the platform is called Sierra Nova Comics. Mm -hmm. So when people see Sierra Nova Comics, they come and see other indie things. It's not exactly on brand, if you ask me. It's like, I get it. Like, you want to be a multi-media uh, type indie group, but like, when you're advertising the Sierra Nova comics and using that as the basis for the platform, it, you're putting your eggs in too many baskets. What I've seen from the site, like the only thing you, you guys have done with indie music is share some stuff on the Instagram. Yeah. You really see any of it on the page. No, it's not on there yet now. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing too. It's like the, the, our social accounts are helping promote other things, but yeah, it's not necessarily what our website is at the moment. Like kind of how new leaf went from new leaf comics to new leaf studios. Like we might build out other sections later. Like eventually we, we want to have like film crew and stuff. So like yeah. there's a ton of stuff we eventually want, but because the majority of the actual like items that we have are all comic related as opposed to anything else, that's the reason why like there hasn't been any thought to change it. Cause it's just, if someone comes to the site, that's what they're getting is comics. Right. Merchandise is secondary to anything. Like you, like it could be a music website that has merchandise and the merchandise doesn't pull from anything basically the entire site is comics right now when it comes to content or blogs for free that's about it oh i get that i get that but it's more in the case of even with the social media if you're promoting heavily indie comics and then every other day you're promoting indie music you're not attract the people who like indie comics don't exactly also follow indie music so it's like you're following you're trying to promote to multiple people think of it as youtube analytics in a way if you start doing too much of one thing other that's outside your platform, you don't start showing up in people's search results. Yeah. So if you do like one week, you do all indie comics and next week you do all indie music. No, no one group is really going to follow you because you're doing a mix of things. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so if anything, then what I would say is 
we would probably just want to take our social platforms and start focusing more on comics rather than trying to change the platform. Well, what, what, what was your guys' experience, Gavin and, and uh, Orion? I think that was a really good insight right there, uh, Peter. Um, so I have mixed emotions about it. I get it. I like what they're trying to do, but I have mentioned to Greg before. Greg already knows this. I've already brought up the, the branding issue that um, I do think Nova comics the name like what peter was saying is a little confusing for people who don't know the platform which is which is what we're talking about we're trying to bring new readers not just more creators right mm -hmm. so the average fan doesn't really know what we're about if we start posting stuff that's becomes too close to 50 50 or even 60 40 then people will get confused about why Sierra Nova Comics is posting things about music. It doesn't mean that I don't think it's not a good idea. I just wonder if that's what the site should be called because then it becomes confusing for people. That's, that's been my observation. I, I can't really say it's a complaint. It's not a concern yet because I don't think it's an issue yet, but P yeah. Peter did bring up something just now that I didn't think about, which is the analy analytics part of it, which is eventually you have to focus on one thing. I don't know how much of you guys are into sports. I think Dylan, you are a little bit. There's an old saying in football that says, if you have two good quarterbacks, you don't really have one. <laughs> so if, if you're focusing on too many things, sometimes even if you're good at those things, it may not necessarily attract the people that we want. Absolutely. And really the issue right now is not just attracting creators. We are probably, God forbid me, strike me not for saying that, we might have too many. But I think the issue is we don't have enough readers. So we need to do everything we need to do it needs to be seen through the prism of how do we bring more readers to our platform? Yeah, 100%. Yes. I, I would say when it comes to the quantity of creators too, one of the things that'll definitely help the website once I um, fix it is basically just going along the lines of um, well, like just like the categories for uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, nothing, that nothing good. He, he just deleted everything. Everything's gone. Uh, no, when he no, says uh oh, I get worried. <laughs> no, that just happened really quick. So just so you guys know, and Greg, because uh, I was trying to figure out how to do this, uh, I'm doing it now. I'm basically going to wipe the website, but I'm downloading everything off of it first. Um, but the media, <laughs> I, so the, our largest folder is the media folder, and that's where all of like the comic books are. So I just went to download that, and I've, I've just downloaded everything else. I downloaded posts, page, topics, uh, uh, products, you know, variations of products, orders, all that. And then I went to download media and the website crashed immediately. It was like how big it was. So I have to filter out what I dumped. So that was what that O was. was yeah. like, it, it was just so fast. It, did, it wasn't even a, a heartbeat. And the whole thing just was like, well, nope. Gavin, um, what, was your, what was your insight on that specific topic just before we move on to something else? I don't want to jump ahead too quickly. Um, I think that we can evolve into something like that. Um, I was even, I, it was an idea of having um, companion sites, Sierra Nova uh, Studios, Sierra Nova Music. I was um, actually, I was actually thinking of Sierra Nova Studios in my head. Why are you guys talking about this? Sierra Nova Entertainment is the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we actually, we, we've, we've talked about this before. Like I said, the only reason why Sierra Nova Comics is the thing is because on our platform, that's all there is. If we had more stuff on there, then we're probably going to get, um, you know, like su sub sites and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like, honestly, I, I think what would be more beneficial in the meantime would simply be promoting more comics and less other stuff on the yeah. social platforms. And once we have a platform ready to start showcasing stuff like music and, music and yes. video, 
then we will work on maneuvering the website. And by that point, hopefully this website's so clean and uh, smooth that we'll be able to just, you know, pump out yeah. the other sites a lot. The, the other thing is I think the video game was supposed to cover, I think, cover our backs on that too, is that you can use the game to promote the things. Yeah, outside, and that, that's what's, yeah. I'm only promoting um, the music and filmmakers and stuff because I'm trying to connect to them. Yeah. And now I'm going to just message them. Or maybe uh, maybe use your private account. Or I can do that, yeah. And just say I'm yeah, a CEO of or whatever. Because there's like random bands that follow me, which I had never heard of, but yeah. So I, well, like one from one from Syracuse. What? What was that? Well, the thing with the random bands following you, they didn't follow them once they've been following you for a good amount of time. And I've noticed I've gotten like a bunch of random bands follow me as well. And I'm like, I've never heard of any of this. My platform has nothing to do with music. A lot of time they're just looking for followers and then they yes. do a cleanup of who they're following. So yeah. when you have random bands yeah. following you, it's because you showed up in their search analytics and they just like follow, 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 follow. Yeah. yeah. Hoping you'll follow back. <laughs> That's um, But uh, I, I think we just answered a pretty like unclear thing and i think that like again putting putting these plans into action i think that's exactly you know just focusing the platform and like you said going targeting more of that reader aspect because yeah that is something that we're lacking um when we're talking all the things beforehand we it was more of the creator experience and i think now we're going into like yeah how do we improve our reader experience which is um like yeah the marketing all that kind of stuff having the game i think that would be cool um and it's comic related um the the card game aspect again was supposed to be centered around our collection collection sorry <laughs> trading cards trading cards no game uh not no yet game. anyway but when the game comes it is going to be focused and center pointed around the the comic characters so yeah everything we have we do that even if it's outside of the realm of comics should be focused around the comics yeah that, that guy that uh, one thing you should be doing and you should be doing this like every third day or something you want to increase uh readership you need to be sharing something that says sierra nova comics uh, over uh, 100 free to read indie comics on the website go there today yeah, you need to be more sharing right this constantly sorry i was gonna say because greg's read this we need more right hooks we have a lot of jabs where we give out free stuff but we don't really write hook <laughs> yeah no, that, yeah you, that's kind of right like, floyd may, may weathering us to the yeah, like, um, I, I remember we talked about this once. Uh, there was like a few weeks where I was co constantly promoting my issue one and two on your website, and that's when I first started getting views because I was constantly putting it out there. Go read issues one and two. Go read issues one and two. What you guys need to be doing as a platform, and you need to be doing this like every third day, even if it gets spammy, you need to be doing it. You need to be like, see, Sierra Nova Comics, over 100 free to read comics online. And yeah, yeah, as long as like, if you think of it this way. Post. Yeah, so think of it this way. Every third day, you share a series that's on the website. And it's like, oh, you can read this series on the website. And then they swipe to the next image and they say, Sierra Nova Comics, over 100 free to read yeah. comics. And notice I'm saying this a lot because I'm trying to drill the point in. Right. In that if people keep seeing this and they see how easy it is to get there, link in bio, yada, 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 you can have some looky loos like, okay, let's check out this website. There's a bunch of free to read comics. Could be interesting. Yeah. Sure. That one, the trailers would come like, in. 
You know, no, I've already had the trailer. You just ro um, rotate trailers, and and then at the end, you know, finish with that that hook line, and then you know, you'd have that, um, and it'd be different each time. Well, that, that's so that's something that we were talking about. Uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, when the the only other one of these I was on, where basically one of the things that we wanted to do was have all of the creators uh, attempt to make a trailer for the platform and figure out what that pitch line at the end would be. And so like, that's the thing we can work on now. Like you were saying, like uh, over a hundred free, you know, comics on our site. Like if, if there's a, uh, any other way to say that, that's, that, that's just, you know, that, that's fine. But like, if someone's got like a really cool way to say that essentially, that would be a good tagline. Like that's what I'd, I'd want to be able to have at the end of everything. Like yeah. anytime Greg put, posts a carousel on IG, it should be share, share, go to our platform. Right, like that's you know that's how it should be, and then yeah, like every fourth post, the main post should be go check out our platform. You know, it'd be cool to have like a little animation of like where it says like you know the hundred hundred uh, different titles. It's like a number counter, so it just keeps like you can keep changing uh, that, so yeah. it's not like just that one thing like, and then you have to keep like now we have a hundred and two, now we have a, right. like so you just keep changing it based on like that little number counter kind of thing, and. I'm going to say this, and I mean no disrespect when I say this. Uh-oh. You can't wait on the creators to, to do it first. You guys have to be leading the charge. You have to be doing that now. You don't have the trailers? Fine. Just share images. You don't have the, the hook? Try out a bunch of new hooks. You said that we talked about this a few meetings ago, but it, nothing's been done. You guys have to take charge. You have to show everyone how it's done. You have to be putting this out. If people see more and more readers coming to the website, then the creators can be like, okay, cool. Now I kind of know what to do. I can do this. I can do this. And I, I hate putting it this way. It's like my hopes is like, you know, following this call, you know, starting next week, we start seeing something. We start seeing things like that every third post. Hey, check this out. We have this many things. We have this, we have this, we have this. And that's what needs to be done. You know, like you have this platform and I'm, you know, I'm looking at the followers. I'm looking at the, the views and I don't see it going up. I see it kind of at a steady pace. Like every week, you know, you should see the, the people following Sierra Nova growing by like 50 or 100. It's, it's a huge platform, lots of things there. There's a lot to offer, but you need to be putting it out there that it's there. Could I address that? Because I actually do agree with what you're saying, um, just to put it in a different perspective. So when we're talking about like, first of all, leading the charge, right? So are we doing that as well, like within our own company? So like the things that we're saying for like Sierra Nova needs to do, right? Like we, we got to make sure we're doing it like as individuals. And then we have to understand too, that this is a two man team who's trying to like collaborate with all the creators. And this is probably the first time in the platform's history, we actually have numerous voices giving suggestions. So it, it is going to take a little bit of time. I understand like, again, we want action. We that's, that was actually, I messaged Greg and I was like, you know, ideas are great, but plans are better and we yeah. need to start making plans. And that was like something he was like, yeah, well, we're addressing that this weekend. Join the, all right, sweet. So I agree with what you're saying. And, and it is like, it's taking a bit of time. And I, and I understand how, like, again, that makes people impatient. But at the same time, there's only so many hours in a day. There's only two men running the show. It does take a little bit of time. And I know personally, like, I have tons of stuff I'm doing. So it's, it's hard to even, you know, put a plan that I have into action and actually follow through with it. It's, it's just tough is what I'm trying to say from a different perspective. But you're right when you're saying that there does need to be, like, one foot forward at least you know what i mean like let's get the ball rolling on one thing or another 
And, um, and I think that's, that's kind of why I was saying earlier is like, what can I do to help that? You know, like if we if you need Google analytics, like the research on it, like I can handle that. Like I'll do some Google, you know, some, some research, how can I help move the ball forward a little bit? So I think we need a little more of that too. Um, so anybody that's willing to step up and do stuff, that's going to help move the, move these things faster, the plans, put them into action and all that kind of stuff much quicker. And then we can have some, some resolution and some like, okay, the things are getting done, you know? Yeah. We don't have to go full, full force, like right away. We can build up to it. I'm just saying like, it'd be very good to start seeing like even little attract attention because that's the end goal. It's like, you want to build your user base. And I think the thing that you said earlier about putting like every fourth post should be come yeah. check out a platform like that right there is already something that we can, like Greg can put can literally create that post, put it in uh, creator studio and have that scheduled for every four days. Every three, I agree. every, every three at this point. Yeah, I agree. That was that was probably like the easiest, most appliable thing that is relevant. Yeah. Um, the reason yeah. I say every four is because if you do every three, you'll literally just have a column of us. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want that. Like when yeah. you don't want to look like you're just, so yeah. if you do every four, it'll basically checker itself out. So I got you. That'd be kind of cool if you think about it. Like that, that's kind of cool to try out on Instagram. I've been, I've been testing that out. I've been seeing Ooh. people make posts that are together or like the full and, like thing. You got to be careful with those. You got to be careful with those though. But especially yeah. if we're growing, right? Like, so when they look down, like if they see, if it's all columnized, right? And then they see one, 100 on May, you know, whatever. And then like it's 20, 2021 and now it's, you know, September, 2021. And now we have 130. So they can actually go through time and see like those blocks and see it's been growing steadily. So I think that's kind of cool. If it were to fall in that column every three. Well, even, if, even if you do it diagonally. So if you do every four, what happens is. Yeah, it, it, it'll. Everything goes yeah. on like the, you know, the barbershop, you know, style yep. uh, diagonal. And so yep. you'll still see it. It's just that if you see an entire column of you like marketing yourself, nobody likes that. Like nobody likes ads, right? Like that's the yeah. reason I say every four posts would be perfect. We post literally every day. So yeah, four is good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now. I think you're right. It's better that it's not in a column. Yeah. Well, not, on top of that, if it's just an ad and if it's not like putting out anything super interesting, you can delete it a few every now and then after a certain amount of time. That's correct. Also, too, I think the first thing that you mentioned or, or one of the parts to that you mentioned is actually putting the piece of content first and then having the ad as the secondary. So yes. it's, it's like a carousel. Well, so it, that, it actually wouldn't even end up looking that way anyway if we did. I was, I was just saying that whenever we do a carousel, it should end in an ad as long as yeah. it yeah. isn't 10. But there should be front page ad ones as well, which is why every four could be like that. But yeah, the end of a carousel should always be um, should always the, ta the tagline. Yeah. And if, uh, if you want to really start tracking a bunch of people, and you can test out new uh, tags. Just like have one, uh, if you do it like three in a week, you have each each one, uh, every three times you rotate the tags. So maybe you're trying to attract different people or trying to show up in different feeds. Yep. That's what I do with my posts. I try to change the hashtags because I'm trying to grab other people. And sometimes they're not always comic book people, believe it or not, especially with sci-fi. That's the advantage I have with sci-fi. I think is that there are some people who are into sci-fi, but they're not into comics necessarily. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, that, that's just one way of looking at it that maybe we know there's indie fan readers out there, but maybe there's different ways to attack. We don't have to come at just one angle. Yeah. So we're doing I mean, the tags we can rotate. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like, 
if you create a, an image like that, a tag, like something you put at the end of all your posts, you can share that with your creators and whenever they're promoting their comic, they can put that towards the end and that says over a hundred comics on Cyrenova, et cetera. That's correct. Because yeah. the what you want for your hook, what I feel is that the good thing about the platform is almost everything there is free to read right yeah. now. That would, it's like, what do you got? You got over a hundred comics on the website. They're all free to read. Uh, the sign up is optional. And the other thing is you could also say like, content creators receive payment by your view. Support these creators by reading their comics. And some people are gonna be like, oh, cool. Like people will get paid if I just view these. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, there are those people out there who, who like the idea. It's like, oh, I can support these people by just reading the book. Being there. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. We, we should be promoting, we should be promoting super these things. easy for all your creators. Yeah. yeah. I made a spreadsheet of every creator that's on there. We have like 40 something creators. <laughs> Peter, 40. Uh, but yeah. my thing is, so what I, what I was saying earlier, I just want to backtrack to what I meant when I said earlier about um, having too many creators. I'm pretty sure Greg probably agrees with me on this secretly, that um, it's about people who are being active. And I don't mean just active on the platform, but there are some people who have Instagram uh, accounts and they don't even use them. They don't check them. They don't, they don't interact in them. And if they're on the platform and they have a, they have an account, they're not using it, then how is it benefiting anybody? It's not benefiting them and it's not benefiting us. There's let's some. Let's just say a hundred sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and let's just say a hundred. <laughs> yeah, right. There's uh, some that don't use Instagram, but they use Facebook like religiously. Like Travis Gibb, he's on there with his Broke Down series. And uh, he hasn't really promoted that he was on there besides when I shared his comic like on our Facebook page. Yeah. Besides that, like he hasn't done anything because I, I get that people are busy, but yeah, like he doesn't use Instagram, like most of you, but you should try to use like everything that you can possibly use to try to like promote yourself. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, Peter, really quickly, um, with the points that you were making in terms of the, um, like every third post, all that kind of stuff, if you could write that stuff down, like that would be really useful just for any other creator um, outside of the platform to promote them being on the platform or their comics in general, Kickstarters, all that kind of stuff. So I just think that that was a good piece of advice. And if, if you had it written down somewhere, or like shared it with the group, that would probably be really good because not everybody's first of all going to be in these meetings and then watch this video afterwards. So uh, just have it in a, another shareable form of con uh, shareable form would probably be good. Hey, Greg, quick question. Uh, is all, are all of the products on our website through Printify or are there anything that's on our WooCommerce that's not on Everything is on Printify, but uh, yeah, so far everything is on Printify. Okay, I just want to make sure because basically what I'm doing is I'm downloading everything from the website. I'm backing up all the plugins. I'm going to back up obviously my right, back in. and then I'm going to wipe the site and re-download WordPress. <laughs> so yeah, I have to I have to still make a indie partner uh, thing for a Triple Threat because like. I couldn't edit oh, no, his shirts. New is different. Oh new yeah, is no. Oh, different. I mean like, I mean like his his shirts are on there, but like I just haven't done that as a no, category. Right. No, like yeah, like oh, oh, the reason I'm asking is that I I can only back up what I know is there, and I'm backing up everything that I can. Uh, but I just want to make sure there's sure. nothing that um like that I'm not thinking of. <laughs> 
Uh, we were talking about this yesterday. Like, would you guys like if you were changed to indie partners instead of creators on there? Just, you know, to clear things up so we're like, we don't have this many creators like under us, but you're not even under us. But some people think that. Yeah, I think that that is a a thing that a misconception. Let's just put it that way. Um, but I personally, I I mean, I don't really care about the distinction, but I understand why it could be helpful. Um. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really have an opinion. I guess it doesn't matter to me. I feel like the most active people are indifferent, and everyone else are the ones. Opinions. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really that's kind of what I'm speaking towards. Like I understand yeah. it could be an issue, but it's probably yeah. not an issue for anybody here. But not just in me. general, I, I would say like because one of the, so one of the things that I talked to Greg about too is uh, because of just the, the recent issues uh, that we had. Basically, um, I'm not going to let anyone else on the platform unless I've had a video call with them because that was the whole reason why Hector and us hit it off. Like we became friends with Hector basically before. He was on our platform. Like he was, we, we had a video chat with him and he was one of the first creators we spoke with. If not the first creator we spoke with, I'm trying to think about that. Is that you or um, what's his name? It was Luke. I think you were saying earlier, like it was, it was Luke. Luke. Yeah. Oh, it was Luke? Okay, yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so I, I just remember though that when we talked to Hector, he, like, you know, he was obviously like skeptical, but once we were done, he's like, I'm 100% in. I'm like, yeah, yeah. like that's, that's what we want. Like, because like that's the whole point like we just want it so that everyone's down so like something is trivial what you guys are called is irrelevant you know like <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's the thing like i think indie partner or creator it's I, i'm uh, um ambivalent to either version but yeah. i think if you do use uh, indie, uh, indie partner you do have to make a specification within the creator uh profile like indie partner just like like for example, maybe Medallion Comics creator of, or this series, this series, and this series. Like, uh, to me, I'm indifferent to either or, but Indie Partner does sound does sound fancier. I th and it, it sounds so, so. more ap accurate to kind of like the situation too, because it's like again, it's not it's stating that there it's a partnership and not necessarily like we're hosting them and they're part of us. And right. again, yeah, that like distinction is there. Partner. Yeah, it's like when you're a YouTube yeah. partner or a Twitch partner. Yeah, it makes sense. So we're talking, uh, we're talking uh, associates versus senior partners <laughs> in, in a law firm. Is that what we're saying? Right. <laughs> associates come and go, the partners stay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it matters. I'm, I'm fine with either one. Uh, I would lean towards partners. I think it just makes that distinction. It kind of nails it home a little more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think actually it also, if anything, maybe it's, it shows stability. It shows that there, there are there are pieces in play that these people believe in the platform and I think, I think that's it, good. It kind of does kind of put some burden on the creator too, right? Like if you're a partner, then that means you're an equal member, right? Like you're yeah. doing, you're doing your side of it too. So having a creator is kind of like, yeah, they're just, they're just creating. It's not necessarily mm -hmm. like that, uh, that idea of, uh, of work and effort and input that's going into exactly. the relationship. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Does anyone want to wish me luck while I wipe our website? <laughs> Cross everything, guys. Cross them all. Okay. So don't what happens? How long is this going to take? Don't what are you you're, you're deconstructing to construct again? So I've already downloaded every part of the website because basically the issue right now, I think the last problem I need to resolve is the fact that when I built this website, I would I did it on a different 
host originally. So I actually manually installed WordPress, but the host I use now, I can actually install WordPress through the host, through a very specific installer. So if there's ever an issue, it's a lot easier to resolve. But I never did that with this one because I built it, you know, three years ago. And so now what I'm doing is I downloaded all of the content of the website. I'm wiping the whole website, reinstalling it, and then I have to upload all of the data again. Okay. Yeah. Reinstall. Um, the next thing is the thing that I really want and I wanted since January was the physical web store for comics. <laughs> That's the one thing that I want by the end of this year. I was saying like, oh, it'll be up in January, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, the thing that you can do is if you have physical copies of your comic or if you want them, then we can obviously go down that route of like how to get them printed is um, you can take a picture of the cover or whatever, or just like them sitting on a table. And then that could be, we could take the picture of that, put it in the product section for our store, the indie store. And then anytime somebody wants a copy, we would just let you know somebody wants a copy and you can ship it to them. Because that's what uh, the guy, Laser Man, we were talking two hours with, uh, he has like a hundred something copies of his two issues and they're, he's got comics already in like Switzerland and Germany and all over the place. So if we take a picture of his comic, we can actually put that under that tab or that section of the website and we could just let him know when his comic is going to be sold. So um, as, a, as far as the direct, like the drop shipping aspect of it, that would be obviously a little more complex, right? So this is kind of like another alternate way to do that. Yeah. It's like a, kind of a pain in the ass way, but like it's the only way we can do it at the moment. Sure. Did we do it without the www dot? Just sirnovacomics.com, right? We, we chose not to use the www. It's just, no, it's not www. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you have copies like that, you can do that. Uh, you can make a site without the www? It's, so uh, it's <laughs> when HTML5 was released and all the stuff went for it, basically, um, so www is just a subdomain, just like right. you know, anything else. And if you exclude it, every browser assumes it's www. But That's if true. you exclude it, it also allows it to like showcase without the www. So you see your name first. Oh, okay. And um, the and not only that, if you do it with the www. I believe if you don't put it in, sometimes it can be an issue and nothing will show up. But if you do it without it, it will always show up whether it's blank or with the www. That's fun. Yeah. <clears throat> what the hell was that? Shouting in the background? Is someone <laughs> I breathed? I don't know if that was Oh, it. no. It sounded like... <laughs> no, it sounded like... Murder. Yeah. Oh, I didn't uh, hear that. I don't know. There's a, vi there's a video game playing in the background over here. Oh. Uh, late, uh, late Lego uh, DC Heroes or something nice. like that. He's, he's playing. Those games are sick. The movies are... What is it? Cool. It's called what? Lego Batman. Lego oh, Batman. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. The illest. That is a, a giant Superman, Lego Superman, blasting eye beams. Okay. Fun stuff for everybody. Uh, so, I want to watch that uh, Harley Quinn cartoon. 
No, no, I haven't. I haven't watched that. I've seen trailers of that. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I recommend it. Uh, is, it soft, yeah. is it soft porn? <laughs> no. Oh, rats. <laughs> I'll, I'll skip it. <laughs> I don't know, I'm kind of sick of Harley Quinn in that way, to be honest with you. It's like, yeah. Don't like her new look in that regard. No, Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of flabbergasted as to how she is so popular in general. Like, there's actually like way better, like female. Because she's amazing. Is she, 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 she's a stereotype. She has a stereotype attached to her that people yeah. find appealing, marketable. All right. What, what do you call the accent she uses? Is that like a? That's, that's a Jersey accent. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Jersey. Uh, yeah. Jersey. You got the skin tight outfit. You got. The, you got the whole Mr. J type. Mr. J. She just. Yeah. Sounds, she's she's just sounds like the like alternate stooge. Yeah. She, yeah. She's the alternate stooge. She's got a Jersey slash Long Island thing going on there. Yeah. Well. All right. <laughs> uh. Educating new creators, even though that that was like kind of like what I was gonna want to talk about, but like we kind of have like enough for now, I think. So we can just focus on this community that we have. Sure, that'd be cool if we got two fifty and then maybe stop at fifty. But we're we're very close to that. I um, think um, like as a down the line, like a task we can start doing little by little. I think that's that's one of those yeah. like we can start building up the content in terms of how we would explain things to a creator, to a new creator, even though it doesn't have to go up immediately. But I think like the point that like um, that Peter and Orion were making um, when they were talking about that was super relevant. First of all, to dispel any misconceptions that people have about the pay system, about how the system, about how the platform works, about how partnership works, all that kind of stuff. Right. And then, to have an easy go-to to say like, if there is a new creator, here you go. Like, I don't have to explain it myself. So yeah. I think it was like two really valid points. So like me personally, I'm definitely bought into that idea of like having a highlight story on the yep. Instagram and stuff like that. So that, I thought that was like a perfect idea. for Yeah. So we, we uh, I can start creating those posts and like uh, basically break it down and then like send the, those to other people. Or you guys can just repost what I repost, mm -hmm. what I post, and uh, tag who you got to tag and yeah. But yeah, I'm probably going to be trying to do as much as I can, share resharing, not posting as much because um, we are. I'm on a tight schedule now because Josh, who's not on here today. Uh, the artist he's got so many projects he's working on and he has um he has another kickstarter coming out next month oh so he, ha he, he has a tight window of of the time that he can spend doing the art so i have to submit the script and i'm pretty close to the middle towards the end of of heavens decoded being completed I, this is actually my third draft by the way it actually was finished in january um but i'm a perfectionist so yeah. <laughs> so anyway um this what has to be that? done. What is what's a perfection? Yeah. So I, I'm I'm, I'm just trying to I'm trying to like finish it up so I can get it to Chuck so Chuck can edit it and then we're gonna send it to Josh so he can start doing pages. But he has Josh has a specific window of time that he can start doing those pages, mm -hmm. so he needs me to get it done. So I'm trying to finish that. But I'm still gonna be active. I'm still gonna be resharing. I won't be able to put as much content, but that's kind of what we're talking about. We, I want to get contact on the site, but I can't do that till the book is finished. So yeah. Uh, that's what I'm going to be focusing on more. Probably the most of July. That's what I'm going to be doing a lot of. Um, but I will be resharing whatever we have. And um, Greg, I'm not going to be able to stay too much longer. I got to go. But do you want to talk about the uh, Sierra Nova TV? Not, 
separate oh, from the yeah. website theater don't worry but this is another concept finding a host or a um what yeah. did you call it a ryan seacrest like a ryan seacrest <laughs> yeah yeah you want to talk so, about that or so yesterday we were talking well i was talking with hector i think uh, about like growing the youtube channel and he's slowly giving me his video content and then i was like oh we could just upload it to our youtube channel that we have right now instead we can create another youtube channel called like inverse because that name just you know it's awesome so it we is. could use that where if like you guys are all cool with that and then we could put all of our stuff on that YouTube channel and we would block out the entire week. So it would be our podcast, Breakfast Talk, and the other one, th this one. <laughs> and uh, You're an indie band by that name, Inverse. Oh, really? Yeah, it was either Inverse or Inverness, something like that. And I think the, con the concept is we want to attack fans from all sides, right? Yeah. Because there are people who are into YouTube and they use YouTube for everything, especially in this house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's people actually watch YouTube like TV. Which I didn't yeah. even know you could do that. Yeah. I'm, a, yeah. I'm an old person. I didn't even realize this until a couple months ago. People actually watch YouTube all day long. Dude, first like 48. Way of a dinosaur. <laughs> so I, I think it's I think it's another way of reaching out to readers. It's it's not it's not to put more crap on the site to yeah. overload it. It it's, would be it's a, just, it's a yeah. separate. So on there it would be like let's say breakfast talk is 10 a.m. blah 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 uh, on Mondays and then. Uh, this podcast, SNC podcast, like, share, subscribe. Um, <laughs> uh, that would be on Tuesdays on the podcast, but Wednesdays would be for that on YouTube. It would also it would be uploaded on our YouTube, but it would also be on that channel. And then that Carson Daly, Ryan Seacrest type character that we find from some homeless guy that we find and we turn him into something. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, list some mid twenty comic book fan that wants to do this. Trust me, we just have to yes, find them. That's exactly yeah, some, yeah. somebody that wants to do it. Yeah, or somebody. We'll, we'll could, get. We'll it get, doesn't um, have to be a guy. It could be a girl. Yeah, it could be a girl. It could be David Anderson from Sigil. Don't speak the name of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> he will appear. His name just his head just pops up out of nowhere. Um. Yeah, so we get, so you get like a. <laughs> so this person would be like, oh, and here's an interview from a such and such from the yeah. platform. So on, that they do, did on such we would such do such short podcast. little clips and then yeah. they would just like, we, well, they would do short little clips that if they're fine with recording themselves, like obviously I'd be okay being in front of a camera. Most people that make comics are not, you know, like I am not a huge fan of talking um, in general. I just say um a thousand times. Hector, and what was the name of that show that used to be on Cartoon Network a long time ago? Remember Olivia, Olivia Mom was on? They used to just talk about video uh, games and they would interview people and show the G4. games. Oh, that's G4. G4. Yeah, C4, G4. Yeah. Attack, G4. Attack of the show? Yes, yeah. Attack of the oh, show. I sure. love G4. I'm, oh, I'm thinking of that. That's the kind of concept of the show. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of the kind of thing I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. So, I wish it was Olivia Munn. It looked just like her, though. She was very like similar. She did look like her, yeah. Here's a question for you guys. This might just be a Canadian thing, but have every, any of you ever heard of a show called Video and Arcade Top 10? No. Okay, no. this is something back from when I was a kid. It was a game show where they brought a bunch of kids and they would be playing the latest games that came out at the time, like of the Super Nintendo. And at right. the end of each round, they would like, whoever got the first, did the best in the game, they would win a prize. Right. That's cool. And of course, yeah. the yeah, host like... had the most like ridiculous name. His name was Nicholas Piccolis. 
I could have went sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas, Nicholas, or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm taller when it's when I'm sideways. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, like, and the other parts of that uh, having a host would be that they can do commentary on different things too. That's so they, correct. They can That's create correct. their own content, not just rely on the content that we provide them. Yeah. So like if I'm doing a, a drawing video, they can just do commentary on the drawing video. Right. They can take someone's trailer and do Mystery Theater 3000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Little robots think up. Oh my God, if you do a Mystery Theater 3000. Look what kind of pen he's using. He must have got a paper made. <laughs> Um, what kind I, of ink is that <laughs> my writer's kind of doing something similar with like movies so like any like he's basically just doing commentary he's gonna have some like some of his friends come over and they're just right. watching a movie and recording their commentary yeah. to the movie basically so cool. it's, it's something similar but yeah obviously not as good production value and i'm sure right. there's not gonna be like yeah. really poignant jokes it's just gonna be all <laughs> off, offhand you know so uh, now like a... I'm gonna have to go watch Mystery Three or Three Thousand. Again. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go look up some episodes. I, you screwed was... me, Penny Packer. I once did that at a convention. Me and a friend, we sat up front at a screening, and we had like this really bad anime playing, and we were just like commenting throughout it. Like we weren't supposed to be doing it, but more people were enjoying <laughs> what we were doing than actually watching it. Oh you had a God. career window right there, and you missed yeah, it. Yeah, you missed it. You missed your calling, Pete. We could do, yeah, we could, we could do a show of like drunk history, but it's just like someone's drunk and they're commentating while. Dude, <laughs> you just blew my mind right there. Okay, so remember when you're talking about having wiki pages for like all the characters? Yeah. So what if we did that as a collective, right? Everybody has wiki pages, and then that's like kind of it, like a drunk history, but going through like the indie characters. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh my god. See, that's nice. What? What is this? Fuck. What is this? <laughs> Yeah, Why no. does he have a stop sign? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so back on the point. Back on the point. Yes, so, yes, yes. So George yes. Washington, right? <laughs> yeah, George Washington. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we could do something like that. But like the so the whole channel would be like little commercials or uh, of yeah. that host saying, and up next is this or. Right. Next, the Nick at night. No. So, um, Dylan, I know you're familiar <laughs> since you got your gamer too. I'm sure you're familiar with walking into a GameStop and you see the little network that they have on. They just play video games yep. and they just commenting on it. Yeah. Uh, that's what I, I think that yeah. me and Greg were envisioning when we're talking about that. Yeah, just a bunch of separate clips of th different content that's on the platform about different exactly. creators interviewing their their new book, their Kickstarter, just like, basically yeah. all comic stuff. Yep. Yeah. Indie, indie stuff, indie That's content, correct. Podcasts. That's correct. Um, yeah, anything that we produce. All, all, really. this, all the stuff we do, the podcast, yeah. all of it. And it would be, is, um, you can also look to review things that aren't on the website. That's mm -hmm. correct. That was part yeah, of it. Like, That's uh, part of it, yeah. One thing I was planning on doing, I read, um, I mentioned this before, here in Montreal, we have a lot of con conventions during the year, so I picked up a lot of like indie books. I've read a few of them, and I've been working on like some quick little mini reviews I was going to post on my own Instagram and tag them in there it's like they don't know what i'm doing it and i'm not looking to go out of my way to like bad mouth them but you know it's like yeah hey, you know i enjoyed reading this let me see some yeah. good stuff i enjoyed out of it yeah 100 percent. yeah and it's just a yeah. way to like always have content on youtube because that that's how you grow is like you have to have a consistent upload oh, yeah. schedule yeah. and that's like and not just that, but i've i've watched uh, quite a few like comic reviewers online no one reviews indie books 
No one. Um, Chuck, I wouldn't Chuck say does. none. Yeah, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a couple. And uh, this guy that I'm friends with, Arthur Belfield. He does. <laughs> yeah, uh, comic yeah. Chat Authority. They're on Instagram. They yeah. also review. They're a couple. They're like a husband and wife. They review Gavin, comics. Gavin does yeah. too. Yeah, Gavin. I, I review any books. Yeah. I, I mean, I have a bunch <laughs> on my website that I've that I've um, <clears throat> I've been doing for the last couple of years, and I I usually try to get them. Um, when I was doing uh, the comic shows, I actually go out of my way and get some, review some, um, to like um, you know promote that, and that's what I wanted to add to uh, you know the Sierra Nova um, um, is is, uh, is is promote that too. Those are in the comics too, and I already did ink. I think it is yeah. a good point. I think it is a good point that you're making though, Peter, because like you said, like no one does it. It's like they just don't have enough traction, like like enough like, following like, and audience. Not a lot of people do it. Like if you see yeah. like, a lot of the big comic reviewers are mostly reading stuff that's from Marvel and DC or anything that's really popular pop culture wise. Like right. He-Man comics, I think are made by Dark Horse. No one really reviews Dark Horse books, but if it's a franchise like uh, He-Man or uh, a franchise like Spawn, people will talk about it. But like, you know, the little books like ours that have maybe two, three issues each, you know, there's very few people talking about that. It's a very niche scene, but yeah. it's still a scene that we could like dive into. And especially if we can start getting more of a bigger following, then it's like, oh, cool. I've never heard of these books. This is kind of cool. Yeah. Some indie books I've seen, like I remember seeing the cover. I'm like, oh, wow, this looks really cool. I've never heard of this book. Let me pick it up. I can, I already have another Instagram account that it was the Indie Revolution. That was like the other Instagram account. Instead, we, I could turn that into the inverse like YouTube type deal. Obviously, people don't just like putting YouTube videos on Instagram, but well, this, the whole inverse thing could be on there. I think, I think one thing we have to really like keep in mind too is like so many like logs in the fire you know what i mean like so yeah if we have to really find the host first like yeah populate some stuff so he can understand or he or she can understand what we're doing yeah but, um but yeah just having too many logs in the fire like nothing's gonna get done you know so priority wise like that's I've, you know we're just talking again we're talking about ideas and stuff we're talking ideas yeah yeah but but the plan aspect of it like that just needs to be figured out too you know yeah. like this doesn't have to be done this month either. yeah this exactly is not, this is down the road but yeah definitely we need more content the more content is going to drive more um concepts yeah i'm, I'm sick of yeah, just ideas <laughs> that, that was like a key for me like when we first started talking about it was like having a host that's gonna do like work <laughs> but this person I mean? yeah i was gonna say yeah. this person's gonna have to be a self-motivator yes because um we're not gonna be able to be chasing them around to see if they're doing it yeah we can't have the guy that was our third business partner because he didn't do it <laughs> he, he just wasn't into it tony tony and tiger <clears throat> um yeah but yeah by the way gavin did uh review ink and it was awesome okay not not because you know it's biased because that's how it's short and to the point i like it uh, like my, mine are all rambly and shit like i i did uh akachi comics but i haven't even promoted it because i'm like this is kind of terrible i kind of don't want <laughs> yeah like i have all of these i have all of these comics up here and they're mostly not on our platform besides mats that's over there and stuff but yeah like i i just I, I don't like talking on a camera by myself. I don't even like my voice. So we all we all feel that way, Greg. Exactly. 
<laughs> you like, should see, you should see. The sound of his own voice. What? <laughs> so uh, you just got to find somebody who, or some, some, some guy or some girl who loves the sound of their own voice. Yeah, I'll just hire Carson Daly. There you go. <laughs> He's not doing anything right now, right? No, no, no. I don't think a lot of people are doing anything right now. <laughs> um, and then the last thing actually was uh, to find basically what we were talking about. Uh, find like new subscribers. But like if you, I said like if you find like a new subscriber, maybe you get some form of incentive if you were to find that subscriber to like actually the, a paid subscriber. So if they actually pay for the platform and stay for a certain amount of time like a loyalty kind of thing like what we said in the beginning of this whole thing yeah. uh um, you would get right now what's the incentive to be a subscriber all the books on the site are, for, are free right now exactly that's why like that would have to come once the video game comes and because that's more what, features yeah right. more features because yeah. i'm pretty sure when uh, quarantine is over are you going to revert some books to be part of only the paid subscription or are you going to keep everything free to read like that everything is free forever to read uh there's certain things that you if people want we could like take certain books and part of it would be uh there'd probably be like a code issue or some annoying shit but if like part of a comic was like free up until a certain point and then like oh to read more like make a enhanced subscription or whatever so you could do something I like that, like, like a tiered, a tiered, a tiered membership kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah I think the the honestly the chance the rapper style uh, of making money is the right way to go about this. It's more about giving away the core product for free, and then you make money through stuff like merchandise. Because essentially, like, like literally, I was showing a friend of mine our website, and he was like, "Oh man, I'll have to buy a shirt to like support it." And, like broadcast you guys right like that's what you want you want somebody who really enjoys what you're doing so they right. buy your stuff because they want to they buy the stuff yeah that's because right. you're, you're giving the, the stuff like that's how like chance made all his money it's all yeah. merchandise and all secondary funds and he's a millionaire so like it works it's not like you you, you go broke doing it yeah um and i think that by doing it that way that, that might be the optimal way to um uh, uh to pull people in because like once once we get their email, that's something we can retarget them with something that we can sell. So for example, like say one of the creator creators want to make a variant cover comic, we can make it so like we send an email out that says, hey, this creator just made a variant cover. If you want to support them, buy this comic and it'll be shipped right to you. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, there's a bunch of other add-ons that we could you know yeah. use as as the money making aspect for currency yeah the, the merchandise store like the indie store definitely needs like a whole more stuff uh well it, ha it needs more stuff and it just needs more like people to finally know about it yeah uh that's able was like one of the first to like share oh like this is a thing like go mm -hmm. go there and uh our first sale was actually <laughs> Todd Rayner, who is part of the platform. He bought his own shirt to support that, but he also just wanted to see if like the WooCommerce thing worked. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. <clears throat> but we haven't really had any, we haven't had any sales through that besides uh, his shirt. Like when he bought his shirt, there's views because I can see people viewing things like New Leaf stuff. People are looking at that. They're looking at like the phone cases and other stuff. 
But uh, yeah. Um, I think the phone cases is a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Um, 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 I had a quick uh, little tidbit in there. Um, in terms of like Comic-Con aspect, um, I have to just kind of see how their business grows. But one of my friends just went into screen printing. Um, they're pretty serious about it. Screen printing is one of those things that kind of like comes and goes. Like people will be really into it. And then the business just falls yeah. off the face of the earth. Like my brother. So again, it, it might not work out. But if we do like a Comic-Con or something like that, he's already said that he's willing to work with us in terms of printing costs and stuff. So um, if there's like a live show, say, say in Chicago or something like that, or you guys are near where he could just, we could just ship you something. Um, like 25 shirts, 35 shirts, or something like that from specific companies, um, we can get a bit better price than maybe some of these other companies. So yeah. just something to keep in mind. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Yeah. Um, so if they're working with a bunch, of, a bunch of the creators, they'll give us a discounted price, that kind of a thing. Yeah. I mean, I know him personally, so he's like, and they're obviously like in the startup phase. So okay. they have like things that they're trying to do, but then also like they, they want business, right? So but we should exclusive his ass right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> if we if we have actually like ways to sell them, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll get all the creators will be going to that t-shirt company. And that way everybody benefits. We get yeah. lower prices and he gets more business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll, 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 get, get I'll her take, done, Dylan. Yeah, get her done. I'll take the uh, <laughs> I'll take the hit and do like ten shirts. See how they print and see how the like, process goes, and then maybe mm-hmm. from there we just uh, you know we start doing that kind of stuff. It just make it, it, make it simple, guys. Two colors. Yeah. Well, he he was saying ours, he, is, uh, our, ours is like four colors because we got our first shirts screen printed by this guy that uh, Dylan's dad knows, and uh. They came out good, but like mm-hmm. that's why we we went with that sapphire type color, just because yeah. it looks good when you put all that together. We yeah. says, he says he's got the two one right now, like the two color, like he's doing dual separation, so it's only like two colors. Yeah. But that you could still do a lot with that. I mean, um, if you guys don't know how to make brandable icons, I can I can show you how to do that. It's really simple. If you know anything about Illustrator, it doesn't take that long, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, uh, the indie store definitely should be like a whole thing. Like maybe that could be like another post that I like do a lot of. I get like I did in the beginning when we first made it, but like yeah. I should probably like create a template for that. And be like, oh, this is actually here. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I want to put up some more designs at some point, and that just adds to the billion things that I have to do. So uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see when that gets up. Yeah. You know what's what's disappointing about Facebook groups is that there's a lot of Facebook groups for creators. There's not a lot of groups for fans. Well, some creators are fans. Well, most creators are fans. But yeah, I get. There's that. a lot of people that read comic books that are not creators. Yeah, yeah. I want to know also, how, how do we find these people and pull them out of their pajamas and get them to read our stuff. <laughs> that's that's part of that was part of the whole um, wanting to create a uh, trailer for our website because that's what I would be doing with the money that we're like pulling together is run ads to literally test several demographics to figure out where yeah. where you're congregating. I, like, I literally have um, this this entire book is all about like you know pulling um, you know where where your uh, people are and figuring out how to get them to your website. Like, it's, it's literally the only point of this book. Okay. There's, a, there's a section in here called the Dream 100. And the idea is to find where our people are congregating, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, whoever the comic readers are that enjoy indie comics separate from our Marvel and DC, we want to figure out where they're hiding. And we can't unless we literally 
run tests and do research like that's yeah. what I, think, I think i'm going to stand outside of a comic store and just have like a survey and just like do you like indie comics do you so, like marvel do you like dc like check all so, the boxes so hector you're sort of in email. the same area where i was is i want to know um i was just going to mention local comic book shops when it comes to the COVID 19 do we think there's going to be a different strategy when the stores open up how can we use com comic book stores locally to help us not use diamond <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't mean I don't mean shipping. I mean actually oh, physically going yeah. to stores. Once COVID is over, me and words, uh, is it going to help us having the stores open, or we can go to store owners and say? I think if we have like print ready materials, then mm -hmm. it's going to be beneficial. Like right away once they open up, because then like because of the issue with Diamond and because like um, the bigger companies are kind of having to slow down right now. Yeah. Now we're replacing some of their inventory. Um, so I think that might be helpful, but I know personally, I don't have anything ready like to print. So it really right. just would depend on what you have available. Yeah. I, I just meant in general, not me specifically, yeah. but in other words, do we think as comic creators and as far as the industry is concerned, is it going to be an advantage when they open back up? I think the marketplace for what, for what we're up. doing, I think the marketplace has opened up because of this for indie creators. Yeah. It's just how like most indie creators i don't think are prepared to take advantage of it so that's yeah. kind of the well nobody is nobody saw the diamond thing actually yeah happened. that's well some yeah. did maybe some did but Th that it would fall through so quickly i think that's yeah. that's kind of the, the surprising aspect of it not that it it happened but it was just like yeah like, done i'm sure but, a lot of people wish that we knew it was going to happen we'd be all be more ready right <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, anybody that's but, poised can can, I think can grow or can kind of dominate the space, but I just yeah. don't think anybody's that poised to do that. There, there's a comic book store that's down like around the corner from where my tattoo artist is, and they, their brother is a indie comic artist, so like he makes comic, and um, he actually was like, oh yeah, like we actually have to talk like at some point. This was like in November, and then he's like, yeah, after like the holidays or whatever, and then after the holidays, Corona happened, so <laughs> yeah. that yeah, but. Well, he wants to talk cool. and try to put our comics in his brother's comic book store. So there's there's one store basically. Yeah, but, that's that's kind of leading into a, a good thing that's kind of tying what Orion said and then what you're saying right now is like, would it be cool to like have one person go in as a platform and say, hey, we're a platform and do you want us to kind of like rejuvenate some of your inventory? We have, you know, say six creators that have books ready. We can ship yeah. them at this, you know, this date or whatever. And That's then, you know, kind of as one person, you know, speak for the entire group. Um, I guess that really just would get complicated based on the price of each book, you know, which what creators want to charge. And then that agreement between the comic store and then um, I guess whoever's being the, the go in between or whatever. How that looks. Yeah. that yeah. becomes an issue in certain regards in that how do you are, how are you going to pay creators for this? Because most right. shops, they probably won't buy them off you. They'll probably, because it's an indie book, they'll want to sell them on consignment. Mm -hmm. Meaning you're going to probably have to keep checking in with them, seeing if it's sold, and right. then seeing which issue sold, and then paying your creators afterwards. So who's going to pay for the initial printing of all those books? That's what I was saying. If people do have them already available. So anybody who actually has stuff available, if they yeah. need or want to put them in a comic shop, it's like, kind of, again, it's like a, not an obligatory thing, but more yeah. of a, you know, you're, you're opting in. Um, if I'm you have talking about the product I'm tell you from some personal experience of I put my book in some comic shops and it doesn't sell yeah. an indie book in a comic shop will basically never sell. If you have it with multiple issues, uh, one store said, I will take your book, but you have, and then I'll put one issue out. And then two months later, a single issue comic. Yeah. And it's just like a single, like floppy issue. Sure. 
If you have three issues, yes. If you've made a, pa a paperback collection, yes. But if it's a single issue and you only, you only have the one, I would not waste your time with a comic shop. I would much more recommend if we're going to be taking the comics that we printed and paid to ship them to the convention scene. Because if people are going to buy indie books, they're going to buy them at the indie scene. Uh, people aren't going to go to a comic shop to buy your indie book because, unfortunately, they're there to buy Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and Image. If well, they we see do. an indie book, it's like, yeah. Like, but I'm just saying, so, if they see an indie book, they're going to be like, that's cool, but they're not there for that. And if they only see one issue, they're not going to bother. I agree with the volume, like like having multiple, right? Like having a collection of like this one comic, right? Um, and like as an individual, being not being able to um, to sell those books, right? Um, the, the, I guess the idea is having like one person be a representative for the platform and multiple books, right? So now you're not just having one book available for the, for the comic shop, right. but you also have numerous titles, but like, I, I completely understand what you're saying. And maybe it's more or less like there's some comic book shops, like there's, there's actually one here in Chicago and it's, it's one of the bigger ones here. Um, and they have literally an indie section that they push. So they try to get indie like comics spotlighted. Um, so maybe specific shops would be more apt to helping you guys sell, help, help yeah. sell comics. Yeah. I think, but, I yeah. think you, you make a good point, Hector. I think the store size has a lot to do with it. There's, there's a part here at the Harrisburg PA, which is the, which is the capital of the state. There's a bookstore there and it's actually a bookstore. And I didn't know there was a comic section in there. Half the bookstore is comics. And there's literally a section that says indie. I've been to a lot of comic book shops in my life. I've never seen that before. Same. So it depends on the size. This, the size of this bookstore is, books and burgers, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the size of this store is like the size of a Barnes and Nobles. If you've ever been to one of those, you see yeah. they're, they're huge. And it looks like a library, but there's literally a section set off just for comic books. And it's like, like got some, some toys and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's a whole row. It's, it looks like an aisle, a shopping aisle. Yeah. And it's just indie comics alone. Now, the, the actual local comic book shop is probably not going to be, not going to have an aisle like that. And your point it might, have, it might have one crate that just says indie. And the point you were making as in the point of contact, right? So like whoever is actually like going to the shop that it's going to be like a job, like, so yeah. checking back in with them. Yeah, like sure yeah, yeah. exactly. So it, it really would be a complicated thing. Um, I think that it was, you know, as an idea, it works, but yeah, definitely our Comic-Con ideas are, are, you know, selling as a group, I think actually has way more traction. Oh yeah. Absolutely. What you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like that's the thing, like, cause when you're doing it for the comics is that you're going to ship them all to one person. Are they all going to stay in that book? How much is that store going to take? And then you have to ship it to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Complicated for sure. Yeah. At least with comic cons, it's like, okay, uh, there's the comic con where, uh, where Orion is and, uh, okay. We send all of our books to him. We paid the shipping that first time he gets all the books. He sets up. Okay. Maybe he sold like half of them. So the next uh, comic con is in my area. He sends them all to me. If anyone yeah. else wants to add in or, pitch in more books, they send them to me as well. I sell them, whatever I sell, I transfer the money. Then I take what I have, send it to the next person. And yeah, there's less variables involved there. And, and yeah. it's one event. It's not like every week you have to go and check in and make sure things are going smoothly. But so, that's yeah. not to say that the idea of, if you find a comic shop that has a very robust indie section, like the one you said that they actually promote their indie people, then that's not a bad place. But I, I would recommend yeah. if anyone wants to participate in an indie store, in a, in a comic book shop, to at least have three issues printed or have trades. I agree. 
Yeah. Yeah. You have to have a lot of uh, content to, to hook people in. One issue and, and barcodes too. We don't talk yeah. about that enough. Very true. Sure, sure. It's shops. They want plenty barcodes. Yeah, that's the one thing that we're still looking at. Um, oh, dude! Yeah. Uh, if you want to know how to make a barcode, I can totally help you out with that. I actually bought a, a serial number for my series, and when you do it for a comic book, it's very interesting. Um, I'm going to go into full geek mode a little bit. Um, if you ever look at any single issue comic book, if you look at the barcode, it's longer than other barcodes. It has five extra digits. Mm -hmm. So those five extra digits, the first three are the issue number. So 001 for issue one. Second number, uh, sorry, the fourth number fourth. is the cover. So if the book has multiple covers, Mm. then that's the number. So that's how you know if it's a variant cover, if you know it's the main cover, or how many variants. In other words, let's say this is the third time you've printed this series, you change the barcode to so the last number is the three. Gotcha. And barcodes are super easy because with comic books, if it's a series, you can use the same barcode all the time. You just have to change the last five digits. Right. And you can go on websites, you put in the numbers, and they generate it for you as an image, and then you slap it onto your image. Sick. Hmm. See, that's what the, that's what this is about is the sharing of the information. Yes. That's what that's what we need to be telling people is and, and you and don't let's not act like everybody knows this stuff. Not everybody that would, does. That would actually be good to get in a blog. We we like just like Greg wrote out that twenty one steps to um, running a successful uh, Kickstarter. Having stuff like this, like how do you get a um, barcode on your comic right. is hugely helpful. Yeah. I will uh, take my resources that I have. I made a bunch of bookmarks and I have sites that talk about what the, the, the numbers are and I'll share that, share that. The only time like since I bought my barcode and I put it on all my books, it's always the same barcode. I don't have to change it. But if I make a trade, I have to generate a new barcode and you pay for these. They're not very expensive. No, they're not expensive. Like, I did see no, that. No, no. Like a barcode is like maybe like seven to 10 bucks. Yeah. For like a hundred, I think. Right. Something like that. Uh, you can no, get like a hundred of them for you could like make, ten dollars. Buy a package deal, you get multiple, and you pay less. But I think if you're buying a single one, you're paying five to ten bucks. Hmm. But if you buy multiples, you can get deals. And if yep. you're just making a comic series, you only need one. That's so, uh, for example, your your Sierra Nova Chronicles, that would all be the same barcode. You only have to ever buy it once. But if you ever make collections, each collection has to have its own barcode. Well, it would be yeah, it would be cool to. It would be cool to have a bundle that people buy into like when they're available to like sell books right so like i have these you know like you said 100 or 20 different barcodes i'm only using one i'll sell you this you know another one for you know four bucks five bucks right so like you're buying a bundle and you're selling them out to different indie creators so they can have their own um you know i guess it's, it's just we buy something and then we support each other by buying it from another indie we share it yeah yeah because it's when you buy a barcode, you don't have to say what that barcode is. You just buy it, they give you the number, and it's part of like a recognized system. But it right. never says what it is. You're basically who says like this barcode, I put it on this. You don't have to like, okay, I bought this barcode, I'm associating this to Medallion Comics, Zeta right. Right issue. You don't need that. You just you buy it, you slap it on. Yeah, they don't need that information. Yeah. Interesting. Well, see, um, see, yeah, I, I got to take off. <laughs> yeah, me too. I gotta go too. I, my baby's waking up. I can feel. I can hear her. Yeah, I can gonna, feel it. This is in the force. <laughs> I'm gonna stop recording now. And uh, yeah, so that's Thanks cool. Thanks for watching. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. Sh shameless of promotions. No, we oh, oh, we can. Go ahead. <laughs> uh -huh.
I have um, nothing to promote, so I'll just I'll uh, I'll sit here. <laughs> yeah, you just so, uh, show coming soon. For <laughs> dying comics, you can read my books, Zed at Nights on Tier Nova Chronicles and Comicsologies, book issues one and two. Go ahead, Gavin. You're muted. You're muted. It's muted. Why is he muted? There. Just... Oh. There it is. Sorry. There you go. My uh, shameless self-promotion is like during the whole show because I have my backdrop, the Stone Legacy. Check yeah, it out. It's, um, it's backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's mirrored. We can't see it. Yeah, it's mirrored. Mirrored. It's flipped. So I can't. <laughs> no. You can change the no. settings Yeah, for real. Like you gotta. Yeah, just reverse it somehow. But uh, you know what? I reversed it so I could see it normal, but I didn't realize that I was making reverse for everybody else. Thank you for that. Uh, where can we find it? Um, you can find it on the Sierra Nova website and also go to the stonelegacy.com. Sick. Um, I'm Hector from New Leaf and we have a whole bunch of podcasts and stuff like that coming out um, right now. Um, we have uh, Nerd Talk with Nate. Um, also, Super Stack Sunday. Those are both podcasts can be found on Spotify, Anchor, all those different places. Um, and then also we have drawing videos like progress videos uh, sketch it up ex is exclusive to uh, IGTV and then um, watch me whip that goes up on Facebook and YouTube. Eat. And I'm Ron from Cypher Comics, Heavens Decoded, coming in 2020, end of this year. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Sweet. How about you, Greg? Uh, we have the remastered of the first issue of the Seer Chronicles coming out this year as well as the second issue which is amazing so read it and the second issue of ink coming out and the first issue of scales coming out and i am gonna lose all my money and <laughs> all of the money and our video game is finally coming out if funded yes yeah on Sierra nova comics all on <laughs> Sierra nova. here's a question for the, people. for the people on this podcast who aren't to have dropped like ridiculous amounts of money paying for your book. What? Yeah, we. Uh, sorry, my internet connection is bad today. I don't know why. I was saying for the people on the podcast who aren't artists, how many of you have like paid ridiculous amounts of money out of your own pockets for your book? Raise your hand. That's a given. That's a given. My fiance well, is going to kick me out if I pay for another artist. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I'm insane if I pay thousands of dollars to make a comic book though <laughs> i literally i literally broke down the costs yeah i mean I'm, I'm, I'm the artist and uh i literally broke down the cost of my partners and i was like just to make our two graphic novels we're looking at like if i charge my typical page rate for a full color we're talking like 20 grand that not i'm not taking any money for it so holy you know. shit yeah yeah <laughs> these I, are graphic novels I these are graphic novels so obviously hundreds yeah. of pages yeah. the point is i should have i should have kept drawing and, and quit writing when i was 13. it's yeah. tough man it's tough <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it'd have been cheaper if i just wasn't my own artist <laughs> if i honestly if i didn't have my own projects i would probably be in a way better financial situation but i definitely prioritize my own projects a little too much <sighs> i think people don't realize the amount of money especially when you're a writer and you can't draw and you can't do it yourself the, the amount of money it costs to get this done and the thing is if you're coming out of nowhere and this is your first project it has to all be out of your pocket yeah 
Yeah. Eventually, yeah, like, we would like Kickstarter to kind of not be the business model, but in a way, like, be a tool I for funding what yeah. it's supposed to. So I know. don't have to pay out of my own yeah. paychecks for all of those comics. Or just for reimbursal, like you you paid out of your pocket to start with, but then yeah. you reimburse yourself, right. like at yeah, least exactly. some of the costs. That almost happened with our Kickstarter because we got almost double what we uh, wanted, but then some backed out, and then I had to get certain things like bookmarks and stuff I got from Vistaprint instead of a different website that I was going to get the stuff from. So all that price stuff factored in and. It messed everything yeah, up. Yeah, man. That's yeah. uh And by that's the way, a, I that's didn't, a painful uh, subject for me. There was a there was a <laughs> something brought up as, as with that that was like um we we know what we're talking about here when we're talking about this subject. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, so I was mentioned specifically and as a professional, you don't give out your rates, man. I'm sorry. Like you don't so just to a random person that's asking really? you how much you charge somebody for it something, you don't give out your rates. That that was very unprofessional to to for somebody to, to ask that question and to have a direct answer like that. Um, if they're involved with the process, then yeah. Like if it was my company, somebody in my company asking me, Hey, what do you charge typically for this? Then yeah. But like as an outside, that's very unprofessional, first of all. And secondly, um, I did not charge. I did not charge. I came to them and asked them to do their cover for their book. I went out of my way to help another person that I like and I like what they're doing to succeed. So it wasn't about money for me. It was about helping a friend. Let me so, ask you a question, Hector. Just, just hypothetically speaking, writers to, uh, to, uh, to artists, how does a writer go about approaching an artist that they like and asking them about what their rates are? Just out of curiosity, what, what's Be, the... Befriend um, them for three years. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think the most, the, the most efficient way to do it is just to be very upfront with everything, right? So you come to an artist that you like and you say, I'm an indie publisher. I'm just getting started out of the gate. I understand I probably won't be able to afford you, but what are your rates? I just want to gauge kind of like, you know, what you're working for. I have a couple, maybe other people that I've, that I've seen their rates and I'm, I'm looking at your work and obviously it's, it, you know, comparatively, I like what you're doing as opposed to them. So I just wanted to know kind of like what you're, what you typically charge. Approaching um, a woman in a bar is easier than. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's be honest. We're all men. We're used to rejection, right? <laughs> there you go. No, I would say, um, but just don't be condescending. That's, that's really right. the only thing. That's the key, right? Is right. not to try and like negotiate with people. Like if, if they're telling you that's what they're right. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I mean, there's room if, if somebody's open to it. Like me, for example, if an indie publisher came to me and said, hey, this is the situation, I would definitely be open to like negotiating, right? But don't start the negotiation by trying like this weird tactic where it's like, that's too much. Like, well, if it's too much, you can just move right along. Like, you, we don't have yeah. to keep talking. Yeah, so, I don't. Yeah, when I, like, was asking for, like, artists, like, through Facebook groups, and that's why I hate, that's why I like when people actually message me instead of uh, going into Facebook groups and be like, oh, who wants to be my artist? And then you got, like, 25 different people, like, I'll do 30, and then the other person, like, underbids, like, I'll do 25, and I'm like, no. Oh, yeah, that's impossible. You're going to message me. And yeah. then we're going to talk about instead of you like well, underbidding other people. But I think the worst thing you could do if you're approaching an artist is to start playing head games and trying to have like some psychological warfare within this no- negotiation, yeah. like where you put them down, like, like it's a pick, like a pickup artist. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's funny enough. Um, don't be a pickup artist. Go in there like very honest and upfront. And I think most, especially aspiring artists are going to have some room to, to work with you. 
But if you start playing games, it's not even worth my time to, to entertain that. Like, let's be, let's like, be honest. Let's be honest, though, Hector. Some artists are not all the same. Some people correct. are already have numbers in their head and they're not willing to bend from it. it they, don't, they don't. I heard one guy. I, actually, not heard. Not heard. I read um, a comment in a Facebook thread where the guy said, "If I like the the, the project, then I might work with them. But if it's somebody who I don't know them, that I'm going to charge them my standard rate because I may not like the project, but I may need the work or something like that." Well, I mean, is that's a valid point, isn't it? I mean, if, I, if I'm invested into what they're talking about, then I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe I can shave off some of my rates to, to make this possible. But if right. I don't really like the subject matter, but I do need work, then yeah, yeah they're not really going to get any kind of discount. But it's, it's yeah, every artist is different. Like I'm mm -hmm. speaking for myself. Like again, what I just said previous to this, like yeah. I will go out of my way to help somebody succeed and not charge them a damn thing. You know, regardless right. of how much they stand to make, which if we're talking about indies, we're not talking about thousands of dollars anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So again, for me, it's just about helping people and being able to help people along the way, like with my craft and with my skill. And, you know, having my name on a cover is probably pretty cool too, right? Like it that is. helps Absolutely. me sell my product like in the future. So it's a win-win in my book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would just say, just be honest. That's, that's, yeah. that's the best way to approach an artist. Reasonable. Be reasonable. Try Upwork. There's tons of there's tons of freelance websites that you can go to, and you can negotiate your ass off if you really want to, because there's a huge pool of people to to work with. But I'd say if you're like, so here's one thing too that happened. I mean, I'm an artist and I'm a creator, right? So like somebody, uh, an artist approached me on Instagram, and we're not in the market to hire an artist, right? So even me considering bringing on an artist, that was like a stretch. So he, he approached and then he was just like, Hey, so what are you guys working on? Like, I'm, I'm an artist looking for work. Like, what can you do for me basically? So mm -hmm. I was like, well, we don't really have a need, but here's what I can afford. And then he was like, Nope, can't do anything, you know, below this specific price range. And okay. As an artist, I kind of had to restrain myself from saying you're not worth that much because that's a really hard thing to say to somebody and it's discouraging and it's, it's negative. So I didn't say that obviously, but I just said, you know, like we're currently not, that's not our budget. We can't afford that. So, you know, I'm not going to waste your time and try to negotiate because we, there's no wiggle room. You, you're, this is your rate. There's my rate. That's it. Like there's nothing else to talk about after that. Um, but you know, I think that the, there's a valuation aspect too that an artist has to understand. Like we talked about it actually, I think in, in our breakfast talk, our first breakfast talk, yeah. we talked about page rates and it's variable, you know, it's variable based on your experience, your portfolio. And then like, you know, again, the creator that you're seeking out, right? So if, I, if, if I'm going and I'm, as an artist, I'm looking into indie creators, I should already have a mindset that they're probably not going to be able to pay me what a bigger company does. So you can't set your sights on that number, you know? You, you said it, but not all artists think like that. Yeah. And also well, it depends where your, your artist is from, because when we're using the internet, well, now it's worldwide. So maybe yeah. your artist is from the other side of the world and they're well, what they value their art at, what they charge at could be different. Yeah. The, the, the trade-off there is the communication barrier. So yes. that, that can always be a problem. And the thing is like what you were saying, Orion, not all artists think like that. I've been a professional illustrator for over seven years now with multiple clients. So I do have a good like case study. And I'm just saying that like to everybody that's an artist out there that really is valuing the work, maybe a little too high. If there was something that we did talk about in the breakfast talk. If you don't have work, you're worth nothing anyway. 
So you have to have a middle ground there. You have to have some wiggle room where you say, yeah, it's not my ideal range. And maybe it will hurt like, you know, my pocketbook to, to take on this job. But if I'm taking on the job and I'm spending the hours doing it, at least I'm getting paid something as opposed to nothing by it, not taking work. I think this might be the only industry where people who are not at the top tier are able to set their prices. Like I could go to like Paramount Pictures and be like, hey, I got a bunch of great ideas for movies. Make me an executive producer right now. And they say, well, well what have you done? But it doesn't matter. Don't disrespect my talent, okay? This is what my price is, and I don't care if you're a small movie company or a big movie company. You have to pay me what I'm worth, and that's hey, the that, 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 well, no, but see, you're laughing, but that, that's the comments I've seen. No, right, right. <laughs> no, but listen, this is the comments I've seen on Facebook. This is what artists say about themselves. They say, I don't care if you're an indie publisher or if you're Marvel, this is what my rate is. And I'm, I, there well, are people like Hector, but Hector, you're not the majority. A lot of artists do believe here's that what they I would should get say, paid whatever they want. Here's what I would say about that specifically. Um, there's a, when I was doing graphic design, there was certain things that we did to qualify people, right? So clients... We, did, we didn't take every client that, that we came across, right? So we had certain qualifiers. As a artist, or I'm sorry, as a, as a creator that's hiring an artist, I would say use certain qualifiers. Like um, if I'm speaking a certain way that's not necessarily professional, then I'm probably not a professional. So there's certain things that you say, there's, there's, there's ways that the relationship goes and you'll see, like when you take on professional clients, they have a specific way that they do they things speak, yeah. and it's smooth. It's so smooth. You don't have to fight on really things when you're negotiating. It's always a give and take. It's never a take, 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 and you're always giving. So there's certain aspects that you can look for within like the negotiation aspect of it. That's going to tell you everything you need to know about that person and that relationship. And I would say, if you don't hit those first couple markers, move on. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I will say that I've been fortunate and blessed with Josh because there's probably a lot of stuff that he did that even though I did pay him, I paid him twice actually because he did a lot of extra work and he didn't ask to be paid. But I was like, dude, you're doing a lot of work. And I went and I took care of him again um, <laughs> this past spring because not everybody's like that. But yeah, what you're talking about, that professionalism, I saw that in him. In yes. comparison to the other artists I've met and talked to, I was like, wow, he really gets it. Like, there's a way that he communicates with me. He says the exact same things, but he does it in a way. And it works yeah. in both ways too. Like there are writers, like you said, that aren't like you. So mm -hmm. there, there's writers that expect too much for mm -hmm. a certain budget, right? And I've, I've dealt with plenty of them. Like a, a thing that I would say to writers or, writers or creators is, it's good to manage your expectations of what the project is and not have these really grandiose expectations of like your first book that you ever produce is going to be the greatest comic in the world or even right. within like any, any type of ranking scale. Like, right. sorry, it's, it's probably not going to be that way. It's a labor of love. It there. should be. Yeah. Right. And, and not that you can't get there. I'm not saying you cannot be the next Stanley or whatever your goals or aspirations are, but mm -hmm. not with the first book. That's, yeah. that's just unreasonable. So yeah. if you want an artist that's going to deliver Jim Lee results, for Hector Barrero money, that's not gonna work. <laughs> what you mean? I can't have that, Hector. Exactly. Okay, guys, uh, I'm gonna have to head out. We've been at this for a while. It's been yeah. Roll, yeah. Yeah. It's because Greg talks too much. <laughs> that's always my biggest complaint. Is Greg is just talking my ear off, man. Yeah. Bye, guys. Take care, Later, guys. Have a good weekend. All right, guys. Take care. Outro. <laughs>